It's time. It's time. It's NFL playoff playoff time. Welcome, everybody, back to your favorite football podcast, the Go For Two special brought to you by the Two Beers Podcast, the 52nd most listened to podcast in Ireland and in the U.S. to be determined at a later date when we have such information. But nonetheless, I'm your host. I'm the guy that you listen to every single week. And now that the playoffs are here, you're going to be listening to me two times a week. If you're lucky, maybe three times a week. Or check out my OF page all day, every day. <laughs> We're missing my usual partner in crime, the menace of Monesson. Jordan White, he's, he's under the weather. Uh, he's, he's, yeah, he, he took ill. So we're going to, we're going to pour one out for him, uh, tonight. And we're going to, we decided to, to continue to churn, to churn on here. Uh, we got our football guy. Yes, sir. Teddy Repentis, baby. Teddy. Hey man, I'm, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, we, we got to see some good pro wrestling to close out 2023. I was with you, uh, out in Long Island. We had a good time there. And now uh, we're dedicating this one out to Jordan, right? I mean, uh, the podcast game doesn't stop. So January's it, here, football's here. I'm excited, man. We gotta, we, we gotta go, man. We gotta go. This is this is this is business, as uh, as a uh, triple triple H would say. This is business. Uh, and then we got Mr. Two Minute Offense himself, the Goof Goofinator. Pleasure to be back. Uh, hopefully the internet doesn't pop off again. We got some weather going on here. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, the internet. Uh, the, the internet literally promulgated you, promulgated you on the last uh, the last go for two. Hey, and I had, now, I had uh, a strong yes. first half of that pod, and that's that's what people remember. The strong. Oh yeah, the strong, right. strong first half. It's, it's not, how about we we'd also be remiss? How about since we last came on, the Seton Hall Pirates are on a hell of a run. How about that? Six and Let's one go. out of their last Let's seven. Let's go. Let's. Go, baby. We should all. What's what's a flight to Butler? What's that cost? A couple uh, hundred. Indiana. Yeah, right. A couple, couple. We can get yeah. there on Saturday. We could just we could just drive out there. Oh, I was gonna say, Ted, you're like the you're like Mr. Driver. Like, how long yeah. how long of a drive is that? To Indiana, probably about 14. ten. Yeah, That's ten to fourteen. Ugh, I know six is my limit. And even say, Drew and I did six <laughs> up to Vermont once, and that we decided then that was our limit. Yeah, I, the, the twenty the twenty hour drive we did down to Florida. I'll, I'll never I'll never uh, do it again. Me, ever. me, Jo. I might Drew. be doing that this year. Me, Jo. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, Jo. Goff and Avery Divine. We had a we had we had a hell of a car ride together. But we had a good um, time down uh, where. So Teddy, I don't know about you. I have a really trouble, hard time falling asleep in cars. Oh yeah, me too, man. So like at two a.m., I finally stopped doing the driving. I did a majority of the early drive. And Drew's driving. It's like 2 a.m. And uh, we get past Tampa Bay. And Tampa Bay skyline is maybe like a Sheridan and like the Tropicana Center. And that's it. <laughs> and I live my entire life outside of New York City. I've seen that most beautiful skyline 150 times. Yes. I just fell asleep. Jordan reaches back and goes, go, go, look at it. The Tampa Bay skyline. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fucking Marriott. Let me. I didn't fall back asleep the next four hours. Wait, of the did trip. he know that you were falling asleep, or it just ha- so happened he, that he, he got shook you. me awake? He was well aware. He was, was well asleep. aware you were falling asleep. Now, we're that might be the funniest thing to a twenty-three-hour ride. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, fucker. Six, six, six hour, six hours earlier, we all we all almost died getting uh, chili dogs. But that's neither here nor there in South Carolina. <laughs> Any hoodles. Let's crack them. Let's, let's let's crack them and, and do the thing, boys. Crack them. In three, two, one. 
I was just saying, did, did, did we all do uh, liquor today, or what do you, what do you, what do you nah. got, Goaf? I think that was you cracking. That was me cracking, my friend. Uh, I have an Edmund Oast cereal for dinner. It's a blonde ale, some vanilla, lactose, coconut. It is phenomenal. Coconut, it's really huh? good. It is I've, one of my uh, favorite beers, yeah. I think, I think I can honestly say I've never had a coconut-flavored uh, beer. There are, there are hints of coconut, but it's not, it's not prominent. Like, if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know. I'll put it like that. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Teddy, what are you? Uh, you're, what are you doing over there? Uh, no, well, I'll be the designated driver tonight. I mean, oh. if, we're dri- if we're driving 14 hours, I'm. D- I just got a bottle of water <laughs> tonight, man. That's Teddy, a- Teddy is gonna be the designated in the Poland spring. Spring, exactly. Hey, man, nothing, nothing. We've all been there. Another, another reason Jo was uh, like, he's like, ah, I can't even drink. It's not even gonna be fun. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to change up the energy, man. I got a bottle of Bird Gang Bourbon Whiskey. Uh, I don't even know which of the. uh, It's crafted by uh, Bolted. I don't even know which which the actual like uh, company is that made this makes this, but it's got the Kelly Green. uh, Logo on it. Got to got to get the good juju back here. So, uh, are you going, are you sending go, a case to Suriani before going, the playoffs? Going bourbon style. I'm, please, Big Dom already delivered my uh, my case of vodka. <laughs> my case of vodka, baby. Um, I could just drive it over. You know, it looks like 20 minutes for me. Um, mm-hmm. Any hoodles? All right, boys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just said what I'm drinking. Oh god, it's already it's already hit me here. Well, we're through 18 weeks because the NFL does what it wants, and now we do 17 games here. Um, outside of me rallying the uh, the Two Beers podcast uh, parlays back into the black after just an absolutely dismal, dismal start here. It's a pretty interesting season. Um, 2023 takeaways. Let me – I'm, I'm going to kick this off. Go for it. Since since my my man that's usually the uh, the shtick, the stick man here on the, on the pod's gone – uh, this league is cooked. This league stinks. Um, the the play <laughs> is incredibly sloppy because nobody practices anymore. Mm. Uh, it looked really, really bad on a lot of red zone feeds. I, I probably watched red zone more than I did this year than I ever have. Just because a lot, for whatever reason, the, the Eagles only had like two 1 o'clock games this year. They were all like 425. So like I had zero interest in watching the fucking Giants play at 1 o'clock. Um, so I watched a lot of red zone. And like, just just awful like flags bad fundamentals um coaching not so great and the officials are just just so bad like i i don't even know what a pass interference i know this has been a thing for like 10 years but like i really don't understand the whole pass interference concept anymore and it just is it's an awful product to watch but there's so much money invested in gam- gambling and and now fantasy obviously with with the daily fantasy like our fantasy leagues i mean jesus we're all in like 12 fantasy leagues I mean, it's never, you know, the league's never been healthier from a financial standpoint, so it's not going anywhere. But, man, it was it's a rough year, I think, just overall, again, just watching more more of the teams play from my own perspective. I'd say outside of maybe, Ted, maybe your 49ers. I, 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 don't, I didn't really see a lot of good football consistently here um, this year. So that's, that's probably my, my biggest takeaway this rant was brought to you by peacock you want to watch the saturday night <laughs> game with mahomes and tua tyree kill revenge game order peacock now so and so you have to yeah so you that's paid what, for that yeah no see i uh yeah right <laughs> that's how i got the that's how i got the subscription right there uh, we got we got we got we got to get a sponsor back um 
What was I going to say? Drew, no, I, I mean, God, I'll let you say your point. I was going to kind of agree with you. I, I was just going. Um, I was just going to say. So like. Peacock isn't free with everybody's cable. I guess if you like don't have cable, no. like, okay. I didn't realize that. I have Verizon or Com- whatever, Comcast, Xfinity, so I get Peacock for free. You get so what do you have, Teddy? Yeah, you stream. Well, no, I, I stream and I and I have Peacock mainly because that's the only way to get the WWE Network and watch okay, all so the you WWE pay, PLEs. So what do you pay for that? And it's if you don't, $5 me, if you don't mind me asking. It's okay. $5 I, I was a month, just curious. so it's very cheap. And what do you have? Do you have, do you have uh, Fioscope? What do you have? I, uh, I I cut the cord last year. I went to YouTube TV to get the oh, uh, the Sunday ticket package so I could watch mm-hmm. the Raiders. So grow, grow, grow up, Peter Pan. You guys need real cable like adults. I, I got, got rid, rid of cable of a cable. long time ago. Yeah, it's fantastic. It like, upsets I couldn't me. recommend it more. It upsets but, me so. But Drew, I I agree with you. And we we could you could uh, parlay this into to my point, uh, my my takeaway from the year with the year of the backup quarterback, but. A lot of that sloppy play probably had a lot to do with the fact that a lot of teams if, – if you look at the offensive numbers, I think league-wide, a lot of, a lot of numbers were down. Uh, we, just a couple of years ago, maybe, a dec- maybe less than a decade ago, we had guys thrown for 5,000 yards regularly in a season. Yeah. And I think, uh, what, Tua threw for, what, 4,400 this year? And was, the league, high, yeah. was the high point. And I think mm. – Dak led the league with touchdown passes at what, like thirty-two, maybe or something like that. Yeah, maybe, maybe, eh, maybe like th- maybe thirty-five, thirty-six. But but just yeah. like about seven, eight years ago, guys were tossing like high forty touchdown passes yeah. into the fifties. So yeah, it, it seems like um, the lack of practice time during the off season, the OTAs, uh, yeah. less time for uh, you know players and their teammates to gain chemistry, gel. It takes about a month into the season that we. I feel like. This is, a, what, our third year or fourth year doing this go for two? And I feel like we talk about this every single year, especially Jordan always brings it up. Just the quality of the play, it almost takes about a month for teams to get into their rhythm. And unless you're a team like the 49ers, like a well-oiled machine, yeah, kind of like the Ravens were pretty good this year, good to watch. Uh, it, yeah. It's very, it's a very tough. I wouldn't, watch. Say, I wouldn't say good to watch, but they, they, they want to. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> There's a, there, listen, I'm, and I'm a guy who used to sit here and watch a Jags Titans game on a random Thursday night, like yeah. eight years ago. Now, obviously, gambling and and fantasy is more prevalent, so people will be tuning in more. But a lot of these games, you're you are right. It's it's hard to sit and watch it. Go. What do you think about that? So uh, first, I looked it up. Dak ended with 36 touchdowns. 36. Okay, yeah. there you go. Him. So no one broke 40. No, which is but crazy. Teddy, to, to echo your point, the do you guys know how many quarterbacks started in the NFL this year? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say. Oh fif- yeah, it's got to be a record. 56. 56. Teddy, want to take a guess? Uh, I'm going to say because uh, night like at least 19 teams played a backup. Uh, it, it's got to be like 60. I'm going to say 68. Wow. Wow. Three, team, 68. three teams started at least four quarterbacks, and one team, the Cleveland Browns, started five quarterbacks this year. Wow. So when yeah, you're looking at that, like when you're when you're scraping the bottom of the barrel and you're pulling up practice squad guys, fucking we have not one but two quarterbacks in the playoffs who were not on the team or not active on the roster four weeks ago in Mason Rudolph so, and Joe Flacco. Like, this is what you get, and unfortunately like they're going to keep making rules to protect the quarterback more and more cuz this year was sloppy as hell. You think it was bad this year. Just wait till next year when Justin Herbert someone sniffs past them up 15 <laughs> yards cuz they want to keep these guys on the field. You lost Burrow, you lost Herbert, you lost Cousins. 
You lost Anthony Richardson, the fourth overall pick. These are big guys that could have easily Kirk impacted Cousins, the season. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Ro- Aaron Rodgers on the fourth play of the season, although that's more of the Giants' turf. I think yes. MetLife Stadium has had Jesus. five ACL uh, it's, injuries it's, it's, this it's, year. It's, yeah, Sidney Brown it's tore insane. his ACL on Sunday. Um, yeah. Like, all of that is why and I, the play ahead, has been so, so bad. Yeah, and I'll say this. Yeah, go ahead, Drew. No, you go, Ted. I was going to say, well, to echo that, because I, I wrote some stuff for the year, the backup quarterback, 19 teams played their backup at some point this year, whether it was due to injury, ineffectiveness, or they just wanted to go with a rookie. So when you think, and, and like Go said, Browns, five quarterbacks, Vikings, four, Steelers, three, Jets, four. Uh, this is, like, unprecedented. You, you rarely see this. You see this with a couple teams every year. You don't see it with almost actually more than half the league it happened to, which is why I agree with Goff that I think they're going to do all they can to protect these quarterbacks, at least the faces of the league, the starters. The stars yeah. of the league, you know. So, uh, so my point. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here. Can I say so, one more thing before yeah, you go? Yeah, go for on? it. Sorry. Just I was gonna say, go the, and the only thing that I will say about the offensive numbers being down, I will give, I'll, I'll, I'll give a positive. I do think that the, I do think, I think the defensive coaches, in general, are always top notch in the NFL. I think mm-hmm. offenses. They benefit so much from the rules. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if the RPO stuff is just the defense is like they're just catching up to it now, to where you know they're just more with all the technology now, they're just more in tune with the tendencies of mm. the offenses and what they tend to do on certain RPO calls. Because you think I'm trying to think of, I mean, most how many how many offenses do you get in the NFL are, RP, are RPO? So the Dolphins are high RPO. Eagles are RPO. Eagles I mean, even the RPO. Jags are really Can't, like like. Do you think about Trevor Lawrence? Like, even he's RPO, right? True. Kansas um, City a little bit maybe. Like Dak, Dak, Dak's a, Dak's not R. I don't think Dak's no, really Dak's RPO. Yeah, back. Dak's no. Dak's a drop back. Like a Baltimore, lot of yeah. Baltimore. I was gonna say Lamar has some RPO. Yeah, but Baltimore not as has RPO. Yeah, like I wonder. I wonder if that's what. I, I wonder if that's so, what it is. I wonder. I wonder if they're just catching up to this. Like the RPO thing was such a. Such a new. It was yeah. The wild. I mean, the wildcat was literally like a, a six week thing that worked. No, you, but, um, you know what? A lot of defensive coordinators are doing, and and they've done this these last couple of years. They're forcing teams to make the under underneath throws. You know, we're not. Mm-hmm. Seeing, yeah, sure. I don't so. think we saw a lot of the big big plays that you normally see, except a guy like Josh Allen, who uh, obviously will take the risk and take the three interceptions, and then he'll turn around and throw <laughs> like another three touchdowns. So a guy like that You're will fun. always rip it, but. Look at Mahomes this year, right? A down year. Defense yeah. has caught up to him a little bit. Obviously, he doesn't have the playmakers he used to have, but um, making making him uh, force the underneath throws and not and limit the big plays. Yeah, that's I what's also, happened. I also think defensive coordinators have one gotten a lot better at disguising coverages. You'll see a lot more six guys at the line, two random people dropping. It's not just four rushing anymore. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, um, I mean, Teddy, you brought it up. They're they're dropping a lot more guys into zone and you'll see yeah a lot more like eight man coverages and like hey yeah you want to take the three the three yard drop off we'll rally tackle and i just also think there's been a lot of bad decision making this year i know uh jordan was here he'd be yelling scamalytics right now but there's been a <laughs> lot of times where like a coach is totally just going for it on fourth and one in their own 40 or and yes, it should lead to more points, but there are a lot of times where it's just a bad, bad decision, or it's a good decision with an awful, awful play call behind it. And I, I am, I'm all for the aggressive nature. 
I was going to say, you're, you're Mr. Go for it on fourth, no matter I, where the I, ball is. I do, but I also know that, you know, sometimes, hey, spread the, spread them out a little. Uh, you can't – only one team runs the tush push. Every other team sucks at it. Stop Until Buffalo it ran it Sunday Buffalo, night. Buffalo bobsled, baby. Yeah, yeah, the Buffalo bobsled. And then on fourth and one and to end the game, they didn't get it. No, so, they didn't. I mean, so, it, like, one team gets it 88% of the time, whatever the Eagles get it at. And the other thing is I think a lot more just athletes are going to the D-line instead of the O-line. So you'll see a lot more D-line just running around O-linemen, and that's that's where the money is. That's where the star, you know, the fame is. And I think defense is starting to catch up to offense uh, in an athletic sense also. For, for sure. And, yeah, Gulf, okay. before you, Gulf, before you get to your point, yeah. uh, so – I want to ask you guys this question. So how important is it now going into next year and, and the future? I mean, we always say you got to have a good backup quarterback, but how important are teams going to look into that now after this year? And out of all the backups that did end up playing this year, playing significant time, because there were some that only played a game or two, who, who do you guys see as potential could start for a team? Uh, and I'll just name the good ones. Jake Browning. I guess to an extent, Nick Mullins, Gardner Minshew, obviously we know Joe Flacco, but do you guys think a guy like Bailey Zappi, Tommy Cutlets, Drew Locke, Josh Dobbs, out of that list, who do you guys think could realistically actually start for a team? Start or like actually I think start, start like and actually like play? Yeah, be, like, be like good, maybe like, be a like stopgap because I think Jake Browning, unless he comes back to Cincy for one more year as Burrow's backup, I feel like he could be a starter somewhere. I don't know what you guys think about that. I, I'm sure he could start for a team in the league. Like, uh, do I think that team would be very good? Probably not. Right. Okay. Because so. let's because let's keep him. Sorry, go. I don't want to cut you off. But let, like, let's also keep in mind he's also he also had the luxury of being able to chuck balls up to T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Very true. So I think the ones the backups that looked the best this year. One Gardner Minshew has always looked good, and he just lost the job in Jacksonville because they drafted Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Um, so I think he's going to get a starting role next year somewhere, even if he's the stopgap one year, fill in, and then wait until Michael Penix or J.J. McCarthy is ready, uh, or Bo Nix, whomever gets drafted later on. Uh, Jacoby Brissett always looks good. I still can't understand why. I, I guess they're trying to see what Sam Howell looked like for Washington, but Brissett <laughs> would always come in and be like, all right, I'll go 8 for 10 for two, with 150 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and then Tyrod Taylor looked competent and then got hurt, broke his ribs. He just Tommy gets hurt Collins comes yeah. in. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor gets hurt because, A, He's just small. Um, he gets hit in the ribs, and then, B, doctors try and stab him on the sidelines. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's had bad um, luck, right? He, he just get, he's, just, he's, he's, a, he's, he's just small. He gets hurt all the time. But I uh, guarantee there are a lot of these quarterbacks, the, the Minshews, the Brownings. Heck, Aiden O'Connell looked competent this year. They're going yeah. to be backups in this league for four or five years just because – we went through 68 quarterbacks this year. Last year was 64. It, it, yeah, it's, I, a, it's an. Do you guys think thing. Carson Wentz is uh, making a comeback? <laughs> Not really. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I mean, listen. Let's, we're the nine. The, Sam, Niners Sam yeah, the Niners weren't trying to win that football. Yeah, the Niners weren't trying to win that football. And Darnold looked pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. I think Minshew. I was gonna say. I, I think Minshew is probably the only guy out of that that list of names that I would say could be a starting quarterback. And okay, you. I and like I would. I, I wouldn't go into each game being like we're fucked and be like maybe yeah. maybe we got a chance at a six or seven seed. Yeah, I think oh. outside of that, you know, nobody I, these other guys could play. Like you know, they can they could be a quarterback. I just I wouldn't have much um, 
Right. I mean, maybe Russell Wilson because technically he's a back. He ended the season as a backup quarterback. So yeah. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Good old yeah. did him. All right. So so my point, um, and this is gonna sound stupid and basic and obvious. Coaching fucking matters. Um, you either need a guy who is going to develop something new or can motivate men, and that falls into one of two categories. Come up with something new. That's Mike McDaniel's. You saw that sprint out. Uh, motion that confounded teams for four weeks, and now every single team is using the take a fast guy, start him on the inside, sprint him out, make the defense communicate in a different way. So that innovation is going to be huge, um, and obviously coaching, I mean, Shanahan does it the best out of anyone, but if you're not coming up with the new stuff, the Andy Reid style, that matters. That's thing number one. It's obvious. But thing number two if your players hate you, you have no chance. I'm looking at you, Josh McDaniels. I'm looking at you, Brandon Staley. And I'm looking at you, you son of a bitch, Arthur Smith. Arthur! Because, because all three of those men are now on the unemployment line. And I, we haven't seen how the Panthers, I'm sorry, how the Falcons have bounced back. But the Raiders, for, under Antonio Pierce, were having fun and playing hard every single game. Their only losses were one score in the last nine weeks. Uh, Amazing. You want to look at, I mean, Easton Stick-led San Diego Chargers. How dare you forget Easton Stick before Daddy? The Easton I did. Stick, I forgot him. Uh, <laughs> L.A. Chargers. I'm going to say San Diego the rest of my life. Took Buffalo to the last possession uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> well, that's also because they, they started an actual – they started like an actual quarterback and not just a friggin' model. And not a little pansy boy. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. And then – who was the other one I was saying? Oh, Arthur Smith. Uh, what, oh. You said Arthur Smith. You Arthur said Josh Brandon McDaniels. St- yeah, uh, and Brandon, Brandon Staley. Staley. Brandon Staley's fired, and Giff, Jiff. No one still knows how to say that man's name. Jiff Smith. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and they started playing hard the next week. Like, you can't hate your coach, and these coaches better actually have a relatable nature to the players. And I hate to say it, and he's not here to yell at me, and he's going to be screaming at the pod in a minute. That's why Mike Tomlin, 17 years in a row, has a yep. winning record because his players will run through a wall for him. And all the people in Pittsburgh who are so mad at Mike Tomlin for never advancing further. And Hey, I'm a Yankee fan. I want Aaron Boone gone. I understand the arguments. But you got 17 years in a row of a, of a good thing going. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of those, the more, the more bites you take out of that apple, the more, the more chances you get, the more darts you throw. You're going to hit a bullseye eventually. And Mike Tomlin's one of those again, coaching freaking. And I matters. think Dan Campbell's going to be that guy going forward go. for Detroit, hundred yeah, percent in the future. So I agree. I hundred percent agree with everything you said. Um, absolutely. This is why you usually when the, these situations arise where a coach gets fired late in the season, where wherever it may be, you always see kind of an uptick the following week. Players mm-hmm. play a little harder because it's a different voice. And they're like, oh, man, you know, like they've been freed from the uh, shackles of whatever the prior coach was doing. So you're, absol- you're absolutely right. Coaching matters. You got, you got to bring in a guy that relates to the players. And once a, once a coach loses a team, you know, that, that's a wrap. Your season's done. Looking at you, Bill Belichick. Right. Yeah. 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 I agree. I mean, coaching matters. I to do the same thing over and over again every year. At some point, I feel like even if guys want to play for you, like sometimes a change, just like a change, not a change just to make a change, but yeah, 
go to your point, like like Shanahan Reed, like they come up with new innovative stuff, right? Like they yeah. they 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 continue to find ways to be innovative. Like sometimes again, and I don't, I don't want to make this a Tomlin show, but like you know, I they, they just haven't had they haven't had a run in eleven years, and like yeah, like cool, like guys want to play for him, but it's not the results aren't there in my opinion, like to where, you know, you've had that many win seasons, but you haven't gotten a playoff win in over a decade. Like some, like there's something, there's something missing there. Like would it change, oh, I, would it, would it, would a change in the locker room about it? The, the, who's the Cincinnati coach that they never fire? It's a bad example because they never, oh, they, uh, he Marvin doesn't have, Marvin he Lewis. now he doesn't have a Super Bowl, So it's, I know yes. that's, you're going to throw that at me, but like, they just, you know, they, they kept him there for like 15 years and it was like, well, maybe, maybe it's time for a change. Yeah. So, you know, but that's why. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I mean, coaching, Marvin coaching Lewis had losing seasons. Yeah, I agree. I completely, Trust I completely me. agree. Here, for here's that. the thing. But guys, but his player, but players loved to play for him. Like his, 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 even they just, they just were very good for a lot of years. So I guarantee the Patriot fans are about to go through this, unless the Patriots have some sort of home run hire, because they're yeah. at with like, a third pick, so they're going to get a high draft pick. They're going to need some home run hire, but they're going to realize life without Bill Belichick is. Rough. Yeah, he's that, like that's 70. if he leaves. That's if he. But leaves. and he's also he's also like yeah. seventy five years old though. Oh, I I, I get that. That's I, it's just like sometimes it's like it's just dude like if I were I wouldn't even take him. I if I was Belichick unless there was just like a home run place to go like if the and maybe this isn't even a home run like if the Eagles were if things go south on Monday which it definitely could and the Eagles were to say you know Nick like you lost the team like you're you're out right. Like I, I don't think that will happen, but it could. If again, if if if, if Baker Mayfield throws for seven hundred yards and nine touchdowns, they could fire Sirianni. Like that would be in a spot where you're, if you're Belichick, you might be like, huh, okay. Like that's like, you know, I don't have to develop a ton of guys. Like they got, you know, there's a lot of talent that's already out there. We got to right. make a couple personnel change. Like a situation like that, maybe he'd come in with his eight. But like, what the? If you're if you're how old is he? How old actually is he? So I don't misquote you know that you know I, I think yeah. I think he's seventy. Is he exactly seventy? I think it's so. like I, I don't know. Like it's it's, it's a it's like do you want do you want to screw around with the Carolina Panthers if you're Bill Belichick? No, but Belichick's gonna go to a place like Justin Herbert and take that <laughs> oh. defense and actually do Jesus, something with it. Oh my god! Here's, yeah. here's is he is he is he is he is he is he gonna correct Justin Herbert fucking overthrowing wide open guys thirty yards downfield? <laughs> like is that is that what he's gonna do? No, I figure he's actually gonna take the defense and figure out how to use Bosa, Mack, and Derwin James together. For uh, 10 that's a good point. Like, oh yeah, he could. Oh yeah, could. let's 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 use these people and actually get some sacks and turnovers. Here's the but isn't there isn't 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 their like cap situation completely fucked too? Oh, they're so screwed. Yeah, like um, I know you're gonna. I know here in a second you're gonna go through like the desirable jobs, yes. but like the charger outside of them being in L.A., like the Chargers aren't actually. When you peel back the uh, the curtain, like they're not as desirable they're, they're not as I think people would we're think. Gonna, we're yeah. gonna get to that in a second. But, yeah. So like yeah, Belichick is chasing Shula, and that's the thing. He can't take a lot of time off. I, I like, agree. He has to win. But he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't even need to chase Shula. The guy's got what's he got? Six he Super Bowls. He doesn't need to, but he wants to. I yeah, guess. he wants to. How many Super Bowls does Shula have? Three, two. Does he? I, I thought think, it was I one. Think, yeah, I think he has two. I thought it was uh, one. He's got, he used to coach the Colts also. Yeah, I mean, Belichick's got, got six fucking rings. And has dynasties are incredibly rare in the NFL. And he may he may have two dynasties. He may, he, may, he may be the only coach with two dynasties in two different decades. Shula won in 72, 73. So only two. Oh, yeah, so he's, he's got, got two. two. Okay. Yep. All yep. right, he's got two. One Fair of them enough. Was a perfect season, though, so that helps. That helps. That helps. 
All right, Gof. Rank these coaching jobs. So I, I took a look at the six openings. The Pats aren't open yet, so I left them out. Okay. But there are six teams that have fired a coach this season. The Panthers, the Raiders, the Chargers, and then over the last two days, the Titans, Commanders, and Falcons. So I rank them one to six on a desirable coaching level. What's the most desirable is one, and obviously the worst is six. You guys want so to wait, who? Six? Wait, wait. Repeat, repeat those again. So it's it's Titans, Raiders, Chargers, Titans, Commanders, Panthers, Falcons. Yeah, I'd like so, to hear your your rankings of these here. So I'm gonna. You want me to go six to one or one to six? What did I six. Wait, what, what did I miss? Titans, Panthers, Chargers, Falcons, Titans. Commanders, Raiders. No, I have that. Titans, Raiders, Raiders Chargers. Uh-huh. Commanders, Panthers, Falcons. That's six. Oh, gotcha, Panthers. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah, yeah go go uh, six to one. Six to one. Well, we just said it. Uh, the Panthers have by far the worst situation. Okay. You have uh, Bryce Young, who, looking at some of the backups that came in this year, looks worse than the Jake Brownings of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, he's got no line help. He's got no receiving help. And the Panthers have no first-round pick. So I put mm-hmm. the Panthers at six because – they're not one year away. They're three years away from even kind of sort of being relevant. I agree. Number five, I have the Tennessee Titans. This is more of a judgment on Will Levis. Levis has, you know, one nice deep ball uh, a game, but other than that, overshoots receivers over the middle, gets way too aggressive. That line is rough. You got Peter Skaronsky and a lot of also rands. Uh, the receivers. No one in particular that's decent. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be gone. Derrick Henry got a microphone the other day and announced he thanking the crowd for his time. They had like a WWE Peace wrestler. Out. Peace, Peace out. Said I'm out here after WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, they have an okay defense. Jeffrey Simmons is a great piece, but there's not enough there. I put the Titans at five. My problem at with the yeah, not, yeah no. Before you move on yeah. with the Titans, I will say this that. Ownership, general manager, whatever you want to call it, they made the decisions to move on from A.J. Brown and a lot of these other talents. Yeah, uh, Vrabel was not happy with the, the – who was the quarterback they had before Levis? Malik Willis, the quarterback Malik that uh, was – yeah, Right. Ryan Tannehill, he, I mean. Tannehill's – yeah, Tannehill's Tannehill. But Vrabel was not on board with the Willis pick from what I remember reading, and he was obviously not on board with the A.J. Brown trade. So if you're a coach going into that situation – and you see what they've done with for a team that was in the playoffs for a good number of years, four straight years, I think, with Rabel. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be part of a, an organization where the ownership is going to be stripping your talent every single year? So number five is a good spot for them. Uh, number four, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. The Los Angeles Chargers have a couple big things going against them. One, age. They are getting old fast. Khalil Mack, great year, getting old. And expensive. $32 million cap hit next year. Joey Bosa, getting old, never on the field. $35 million cap hit next year. Justin mm. Herbert, pretty boy, can't stay on the field, can't win games, losing record for his career. Keenan Allen is not getting any younger. Mike Williams is not getting any healthier. Quinton Jefferson, the what, what the second wide receiver taken in the draft, maybe like the 20th best receiver taken in the draft. <laughs> Would yeah. you rather have Jordan Reed? Tank Dell, Dontavian Wicks, or Quentin Johnston, please. Tank Dell. Uh, Austin Eckler is on the D. Tank! And yeah, all of a sudden, Eckler's you're gone. looking at all of that. Derwin James is always hurt, and they have 
no cap space. They're not even close to cap space. They have to shed like $30 million of cap space. They could do the, hey, we're the Saints. We're going to convert everything to a signing bonus and try and do that. But Tom Telesco is cheap. I don't see it happening. I, I don't they've, like the Charger situation. They've they've got a worse cap situation than the 49ers, and the 49ers have like negative 47 million cap, <laughs> according according to the Gov's metrics. It's it's rough. No, uh, it's a good it's a good point. You would think see a lot of people think the Chargers are an attractive job just because yeah. of the quarterback, but at this point, after everything you just laid out, I mean, really, it's it's just the court. You're going there. What the hell? Like, and, and what the hell is the it about the quarterback? On oh the potential, yeah, on the potential that Justin Herbert could become what he's supposed yeah. to be. You know, that's they what it is play, right now. They also play 17 away games a year. They play eight that's to nine a good on point. the road and eight to nine at home with 35,000 screaming fans of the opponent. And Justin Herbert's doing a, uh, yeah. a silent count. And, and, like, yeah. it's it's an untenable situation. And to, and to be clear, like, I, I do think Herbert is talented. Like, I do think I do think he can be a very good quarterback. I just get annoyed when, like, we poo-poo, like, Purdy, Hurts, this and that. Be like, oh, they're just, they're just, they're, they're just functions of these good teams. It's like, are we going to sit here and pretend, like, the fucking Chargers offense is not, is does not have talent all over the field? Like, are we being serious? Like, I, I just can't. That's why, that's why I get annoyed with Herbert and some of these other guys. When I'm like, so why, like, why would the if Herbert's just like so much better than some of these other QBs? One, why would why would he have to have studs at every position to mm-hmm. look great? And but he does have studs at a lot of positions, like Eckler, Keenan, like Mike Williams being healthy or not. Like Mike Williams is still healthy half a season, and and Herbert's not winning all of these games. Yeah. And like the whole coaching thing, like sure, like that coach is awful, but like. Some of these other coaches aren't 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 great, and the and the quarterbacks win in spite of that. Like there's there's no consistency around who's a good quarterback. The only good quarterback in the NFL really is Patrick Mahomes. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Otherwise, everybody else has warts, <laughs> and we just we just pick and choose like which quarterback we want to highlight. The war- even Burrow. Like I love Joey B. I I'm I'm picking the Bengals to win the AFC every year until Joe Burrow is no longer in um in football. Yep. But like, but are we gonna are we gonna ignore the fact that Burrow doesn't have a, a great running back, um, what do you call it? And two two top flight wide receivers. Like, yeah. are, are, is that come on? Like, like Jake Brown. Jake Browning won three. Jake Browning came out of nowhere, pooped his pants. Teddy's sending his fucking high school football film to, <laughs> to back to back up that Browning could play in the NFL. For God's sake, he was like, good I got, in college I got, too. I got YouTube videos of Teddy like making tackles in high school. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna send that. Be like, hey Ted, I, I guess you could play for the fucking Dallas Cowboys because I got some high school film on you. And Browning went and won three games with the same the same team that Joe Burrow does. Like it's just it's I just it gets annoying. So like Herbert gets no pass from me. It's like come on, dude. Like like fucking step up. 100%. Go ahead. Sorry, I ranted. I ranted. Oh no, you're allowed to rant all you want. Whew. So now we're on to our top three positions. Uh, number three, I'm giving it to my hometown. Not my hometown, but my my team, the Raiders. Raiders. Uh, Raiders. Real men wear black. Black. Uh, so here's the thing. This better be Antonio Pierce. This better fucking be Antonio Pierce. <laughs> if this is Jim Harbaugh, just Go wait on. for the rant that's coming. <laughs> I will flip a fucking shit on the podcast. If you want to hear a golf-laden tirade, you better just... The man bleeds silver and black. He grew up in L.A. as a Raider fan. He is a former player. He's a Super Bowl champion. Give the man the job. But they have to go through the formal NFL process. I think he will be. 
this is why the Raiders have the I third agree. best opening. Uh, one, you have a ton of offensive talent. Devontae Adams, great. Jacoby Myers, great signing this year. Shout out to Dave Ziegler and uh, whatever vacation he's on right now. Uh, Zamir White, who's going to fill in for Josh Jacobs last year, had 400 yards over his last four weeks of running. They have a good offensive, uh, decent offensive line, all pro left tackle, or at least pro bowl left tackle, Colton Miller. They got pieces. They're a quarterback away. We know they're quarterback away. And this draft is full of quarterbacks and full of a couple teams that are looking to get rid of a quarterback. Hey, Kyler Murray. Hey, Justin Fields. We may be making a call. Then on defense, Max Crosby is all pro. And the rest of the line really came on this year, granted under the guidance of Antonio Pierce. Uh, I, I think they got talent. They have a giant stadium that's brand new. It's filled every time. Money is not going, not not an issue anymore. It used to be when they were in Oakland. It's not an issue anymore. I got the Raiders at three. Uh, do you think Devontae Adams is going to be on this team next year? I do. He's under contract. He said okay. he wants to come back. Granted, that's if Antonio Pierce comes back. Even um, with Aaron Rodgers uh, saying, bring my boy here? Oh, I don't give a fuck about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't care about Devontae Adams. Like, like, did I like, did I rant on this already on the last pod we had, or was that like off script? That was off script. Like the Raiders don't owe him anything. They gave him the highest paid contract of a yes. wide receiver. They don't <laughs> owe him the he like oh he was a good soldier. What do you mean he was a good soldier? What do you mean? What do you mean? He wasn't going to be in Green Bay. He wanted a bunch of money. The Raiders gave him a bunch of money. Like this is what happens when you want to take a bunch of money from an organization who hasn't proved that they could do shit in fucking thirty years. Are we serious? I, mean, I think that was you, Ted. I think you started me on that shit. Like, oh, come what on, I man. Say? Free Devontae. Like, come on. He, like, like do right by Devontae. This was, like, we... This oh, yeah. We, this is me. Like, what do you mean? Danny, what do you mean <laughs> do right by him? He knows he's not owed anything. He he, owed he anything. wanted he wanted to get... He wasn't, he could be playing with joy and love in the Packers right now, but he wanted a shit ton of money. So he got a shit ton of money, and now the Raiders are supposed to say, oh, okay, He wants to play with his friend. He get the fuck out of here. Oh, you're the worst. You're the they, worst. He wants to play with Derek Carr. Okay, and, got rid and you of him. know what? And, you know and how'd that, how'd, how'd that, how'd that, how did that work out for New Orleans? Everybody was clamoring <laughs> for crab legs to play. Oh, my God. This... this Oh, this crybaby! It's, it's like you know, you know, you know who you, you know who you know who needs to be freed and do right by him. Like a Derrick Henry, a guy that's been there for like eight years, and they just nothing's <laughs> happening. Free that motherfucker, not Devontae Adams. Are you shitting me? Oh, oh! <laughs> Thank you, Drew. You, you said oh, oh. Say. that oh, sent me. I think I think that was an attack. Yeah. I think that happened in our our text thread. I think I was and, just annoyed that they weren't. feeding And my him full the ball. emotion just couldn't couldn't get. A, I just I just I was oh. upset they weren't feeding him in fantasy football. That's all I care. I'm about. sure that's what it was. But like I'm just that's like, but like serious Twitter things is like ah oh, free Devonta. It's like, are you? <laughs> I I'm done. I'm just well, this he, this, he this just shit is broke. The fourth receiver ever to go 100 catches, a thousand yards, and ten touchdowns in four straight seasons. So <sighs> they're doing Boom. fine by Devontae. <sighs> All right, two two spots left. Commanders and Falcons. I'm gonna give the number two spot to the Commanders, and this is solely because you're getting Drake May or Caleb Williams. You can build. You got McLaurin and Dotson. You have a decent enough run game. Great good talent tr- there, yeah. Really you good talent. You traded away half your defensive line. I would say you traded away most of your good talent. But no, no, offensively, yeah. Defensively, you got to rebuild. Offensively, there's have, pieces. You have five years of a generational quarterback. Whichever one, the number one pick leaves you. I, that's a that's a sexy spot to be. 
So you so you you believe in Caleb Williams still? I believe that Caleb Williams is going to be better than half the quarterbacks in. I, the, and I'll I'll, NFL I'll say this: two years. Yeah. If he if he ends up on, he he needs to end he needs to end up on a team that has a very low media presence. I no, I, I, I still think Washington. Ca- Washington. I, well, I was gonna go. say so. Actually, you know what? I was gonna say like that's actually not too bad. Better and than I just, Chicago. I, well, I was going to say, yeah, well, I, I mean, I have no idea from a football perspective. I, I assume that that's, I guess it's got to be pretty tough media there. But, um, yeah. like, the way that he, I, I, feel, I feel like he seemed to crack, and it seems to be a lot of, this was, this was my concern with, like, Darnold at USC. Like, it seemed in, like, under the bright lights and in some of the bigger games, like, it just, his, emotionally, like, he was, he wasn't able to kind of keep it together. Like, there's no, there's no way he would survive and I could be way off base. Maybe he's going to be awesome. If he were to get drafted by like the Jets or the Giants, oh, fucked. Yeah, fucked. But the other I, thing, the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders. The Raiders are high profile, but I, I mean that probably wouldn't even be that bad of a spot if the Raiders oh. were to. I'm still not. I'm still not convinced the Raiders aren't going to trade uh, oh. uh, the treasure chest to I've, get him. I've already made it abundantly clear to all of you that there is no amount of first round picks that is too high for the Raiders to trade up to get Caleb. May or Caleb. Or I'm Caleb. fine with either. Um, and here, here's why the. Uh, commanders are at two. I got the Falcons at number one. You got Bijan, you got London, you got Pitts. You put an offensive-minded uh, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Hey, hey, Ben Johnson, come on down. Or, hey, you, Mike Vrabel, what are you doing? You want to coach this team, and we're going to have yeah. Eric Bieniemy, who's now free because Washington is done. Eric Bieniemy, you want to be the offensive coordinator of Atlanta? Boom. You get to play with these toys. Tyler Algier, I mean, I fucking hate the guy because I had Bijan in fantasy, but Tyler Algier is a serviceable number two running back. They have a decent defense. Uh, Jesse Bates has been phenomenal this year. They got A.J. Terrell. Like, they yeah, they were underrated at the pieces. end of the year. And if they just had, A, a coach that had a fucking pulse, B, a coach that had a personality, or C, a coach that didn't think he was the smartest guy in the room by trying to fool everyone, and instead of handing it off to your all-freaking – uh, Heisman candidate, all pro from last year that you drafted with the seventh overall pick from the one yard line. Instead of doing that ten times a year, no, let's run a triple option with Cordarrelle Patterson. See if that pays off. Stop trying to be the smartest guy in the room. Put Vrabel there. Ground pound. That team is a lot of fun, and in a division that has not one other scary team in it. You scared of the Bucks next year? The Saints next year? The Panthers below? The Falcon, it's there for the taking. I think they're the it most is. attractive job. And, and uh, Vrabel, when you mentioned Mike Vrabel, um, if the New England job does become open, Belichick leaves, I, I feel like Vrabel could be a potential candidate for New England just because of his connection, his, his ties there. And, you, you know, back to D.C., D.C. would be a perfect spot for, for a guy that like Bill Belichick that if he would want to go to a team that – you could try to win now if you get a good quarterback. You know, one of those quarterbacks you mentioned. Yeah. They got the offensive pieces. So, But I agree with your rank. I feel like your rankings are, are spot on. Atlanta, of course they for are. sure, they bring in a, an offensive guy, like a guru like Ben Johnson with those weapons. You're absolutely right. They're probably the Heck, most attractive they, option. Who else is there interviewing? The uh, the OC from the, the Dolphins. Granted, it's, it's right. Mikey McNugget's system. But Any offensive how, coach. You want an offensive Shanahan coach. How many tree guys have been drafted? How many McVay tree guys have been drafted and done fine? Yeah. Like, hey, you, you, got a, you got a playbook to start with. See what you could do with these <coughs> weapons. Definitely. All right. Drew? Um, I, I agree 
with everything you said except I can't put the Commanders in the top three just because that franchise is just always fucked, even though they have I'm, new ownership now. I'm hoping the dance And even the draft pick, somehow, they'll, they'll end up, like, instead of taking one of the QBs, they'll draft, like, a left tackle or some shit. They'll fuck that up. Um, no, that, I agree I agree with the Falcons. I can't wait for fantasy numbers to score. I have the number two pick in a, in a draft with me and Teddy, and I may just take B. John Robinson and say, fuck it. Um, oh, baby. And and then, yeah, and I, I would put the Raiders in, too. Like, I, I you know, I, I, like, I love the defense. Now, that changes if I mean, I'm probably putting him at two because I'm just assuming that Pierce is going to be there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I would probably I would shift I would probably shift the Commanders to four and move the Titans to three, just because I feel like I feel like they're always at least a little bit competitive. You see, now are they competitive because of the franchise? Or are they competitive because Mike Vrabel is a good coach? I, don't know, I feel even like before Vrabel, they, they, I feel I feel like they're just they're always in the hunt. And maybe and listen, that might also just be because of the division. It's probably been one of the weaker divisions in football for the last fifteen. Now maybe I'm just speaking completely out of turn, but like I mean, Blake, who are we, who are we thinking about here? Blake Bortles. Well, there's no um, history in the division. Think yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Houston's been and the Texans are. Yeah, I mean, outside of Pey- outside of Peyton Manning. And then yeah. even even when luck even when luck was you know there like I mean they they weren't great I mean they you know they they won the first his first couple of years they were good so maybe that's why maybe I'm just maybe I'm giving too much credit just based on who they're playing you know six mm-hmm. time five six times a year right. uh, but again it's more just like it just feels like the commanders just always it's just always bad with them yeah it's a tough division too like you said so yeah so but yeah I agree with everything else all right. Ted, you got any other? No, I I was what Gope's uh, list was spot on with me there. I, I I think I said what I said. I agree with that with that ranking. I think Atlanta definitely the the most attractive job for uh, head coaching at vacancy. Okay, so real real quick, I don't want to spend too much time on this. Mm-hmm. So now in the next three weeks, who else do we think is gone? got to be Belichick right that would be the only one I would think um, I think everything else is settled Dennis Allen was told he's coming back yeah he's Eber coming Fuse back was told he's coming back oh I did see some story I don't know how much truth is to it that Mike Tomlin might step away after this year so I, I don't know if the, that, yeah. he means like take a break don't coach anymore I don't know what that means hmm. but so Drew is your is your question more of are there any playoff coaches that may not be any i mean anybody well that's why i said three weeks because you figure anybody that goes to the super bowl is not getting fired so no i i think if those are the six loses if mike mccarthy loses to the packers on sunday right is he coming back or no he's not because jerry jones said he's jerry jones said he's gonna play it by ear although he said he's been happy if they don't get if 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 doubt this is the only thing i would need an nfc title game yeah this is this is the only thing that i would see from the playoff teams i would say that if 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 the if the Buccaneers completely blow out Philly, and that's assuming AJ and Devonta Smith both play, because yeah. um, there's still no news on AJ Brown's fucking knee, which is very alarming. I don't know if they're just trying to slow play it here or what's happening. We'll find out more tomorrow. Think, probably. Yeah, there's don't no. Yeah, think they're being coy. I think I think something's fucked. Wednesday up right Wednesday is the practice report, so yeah. we'll see tomorrow. His, the initial scan came back clean. He's been walking around on his own. I I feel I feel like if there was a fear if there was a fear that something's torn. That would have leaked by now, but we'll, yeah, we'll really. see. I'd say if everyone's if everyone's playing and the Bucks and the Bucks blow them out by like four touchdowns, Sirianni could be gone. 
the coordinators are definitely out of there. Crazy, but like man. they could, it could be a, you know, yeah, I don't know. It may just be an overreaction. I I wouldn't do it, but that could happen. I think it's an overreaction. It could. You were in the Super Bowl. It, 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 it totally. And, and I'll and we'll get in. Yeah, and we'll be like, yeah. And when we get into my the biggest disappointments, it may be pretty obvious for me. But I'll, I mean, I do. There is. I, if I were Sirianni, I know what I would say. If I had like had to go in to talk to Larry, but that's possible. And like, if McCarthy doesn't get to at least the, if he doesn't get to the NFC Championship game, I think he's out because he's either going to be playing Philly, who's been in a downward spiral here the last the last six weeks. So if you lose at home to them, like, how do you? The, what do you? The good what, thing what, is they don't what have do you to. Say, what yeah, do you say to Jerry Jones? For, they well, yeah, don't have to see the Niners until a conference title. Exactly, game. and that's what I say. This is this, and I know I say this. I, I say that I, this is my favorite thing to say. If not now, when? Right. This could not have this could not have been set up more perfectly for Dallas. They avoid the Rams. Listen, I, I think I think they beat the Rams and the Packers either way. But the Rams at least have playmakers and Kerry and Williams, and the the Cowboys have shown they are very susceptible to getting uh, the ball run down their throats this year. So like, so the Rams at least had some. You know, they had an experienced, an experienced quarterback in Stafford, an experienced coach in Sean McVay, and they at least had some. I, I would have been a little nervous. I was a Dallas fan, and the Rams were coming to town a little bit. The Packers, it's a rookie quarterback. I think they're going to smoke them. We'll get into the preview there. So like, they they don't, they're getting, they 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 avoid having to play the Rams already in round in in the the first. And then round. you end up playing probably Philly or, or Tampa or, or Detroit. You're going to play or Philly Detroit. or no Detroit if they're going to play Philly well, or Detroit, Detroit. Detroit wins, yeah. Detroit, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, depending on who it is, but yeah, yeah. So you know, again, the Eagles are in a downward spot. Like how how do you get a Jerry Jones if the Eagles come into Dow- into Dallas and beat you? After they've been so bad, like what do you oh, say for right. McCarthy? What do you say for McCarthy? Like it's like it's crazy. He's do. had such a good. He's had a pretty solid three seasons. He but, has, uh, but they've lost. He, yeah, but and this is why. And this is why again, where I kind of say like sometimes the change matters. They lose. They lose. They lost at home. They lost at home to the 49ers, which against Jimmy G the first time, right? Yeah, that was a home game. Yeah, that was in Dallas. That was in Dallas. That was a home game. I I can't remember how Dak played overall for the game, but all anyone remembers is the fucking quarterback draw when they had no timeouts left that ended the game. Just such a blunder that was like, what are you doing? I think he had the one rushing touchdown. I think that's all he did. Yeah, I can't. I just, I can't. I felt like that whole game was like an ugly, a really ugly game. It was. Um, So that happened, right? And they should have beat the Niners that year. Like, there's no the Niners were not like the Niners weren't like a juggernaut. Like, they should have won that game. Then they then they lose to the Niners last year when the Niners were begging the Cowboys to take that game. Remember that was that, that was, was a defensive game. Defensive game, yeah. That was a back and forth game, and like all Dak and like Dak throws that throws an interception. Two to end interceptions. The, to, well, yeah. he threw an interception to end the first half no, when they're the when they're yeah. they're about to get a field goal. And he throws an interception. I mean, I remember texting our buddy, uh, our buddy KL, who's a big Cowboy fan. And I'm like, I'm like, all Dak. I was like, all Dak has to do here is not turn over the football. <laughs> and literally not. And I'm sure he hated my fucking guts for saying that. Twelve seconds later, he throws an insane interception. Yeah. And then he almost, then he almost throws a pick six that w- to completely end the game with four minutes left. And then the hilarious Zeke play that they that they did. So like right. they they've thrown up on themselves two straight years against the Niners. Even if they get to the conference championship against San Fran. If if they if they lose on a in a in a quote unquote throw up on yourself manner, he might be gone. And I, if I'm Jerry Jones, like he wasn't my guy anyway. My guy was Sean Payton, and I just couldn't wait out. I couldn't wait out long and if, enough. And if Dallas is an opening, that instantly becomes the number one option. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, no, no question. So yeah. I think those are really the only two playoff teams where one more. where a job could open. A sneaky one. Does anybody actually know what's going on with the Giants? Because like I know we've been uh, joking they, around they about like. Dave's not def- going anywhere, but the I, I agree. Of, well, yeah. it's 
As in, I now that these whatever this new bullshit algorithm is on Twitter, where like if someone shares a tweet with you and like your text, now you end up getting like all the news for people they follow. Right. I now get, I know, I now get fucking Giants news. I don't care about. The most news I get is the fucking Brooklyn Nets that I really don't give a shit about. Like, I miss the days of boxing and Rachel Starr flooding my timeline. I hate this new Twitter and and algorithms. But, like, there's, like, a lot of of Giants fans are, like, very down on the GM and – and Dable right now, and I disagree. I think he's a, I think he's a very good coach, but like now his, now his assistants and his D coordinator and these people like apparently don't like him at all. Like, is there any smoke to this? Like, because you're you're up north, so I have no idea. No, there's nothing up here. I, I just didn't know. I, I mean, I was, been, I've been, I was listening to WFAN today, and it sounds like um, Dable just hit him and Wink. The stories that we heard during the year where they were clashing and button he- butting heads were yeah. a- probably accurate. Okay, and th- that's what happened with. I mean, Wink. Still technically hasn't handed in his resignation papers because but reports are he cursed out Dable and left he cursed out Dable today. right he, he said this offense sucks or something like that you guys suck and he walked out and the thing is if they fire him he still gets his money and I think that they're yeah. playing chicken right now it's like a cat and mouse game well if they fire well I mean he he gets paid until he gets hired by another team right right and I I think they don't want him to go to an NFC East team this might have something to do with it they yeah. don't want him going to Philly or something like that. But uh, well, Philly, Philly, Philly next week. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, oh yeah, I was gonna. Well, Philly definitely will have an opening, and Dallas might. Like, Quinn, like Quinn's getting inter- apparently. Quinn's getting interviews. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, exactly. The and God, I mean, the Commanders are in a complete. Look, D- Dable tied himself to Danny Jones, so if they fail next year, then he's on the hot seat next year. Yeah, I agree, and I. Uh, that's why I, I told our buddies who are all Giants fans, like I, I don't really give a shit about Daniel Jones or anybody. The only person I care about on the team is Saquon because I just I love that kid. Um, like. Any decision they make should just be based on on Dable's long term future there. Because to your point, like extending Jones, whether or not that was his call or that was showing, whatever the fuck the GM's name is, like that's on the, the perception is that he's your guy because you're the coach and they extended him and he's got to be on the they can't get rid of him next year and I'm pretty sure he's like twenty five million dollars of dead cap the following year. So I next think that would be a sixty four million dollar dead cap hit. So they're not yeah. going to do it next year. And then the year after, I think it's like twenty. I think it's twenty-two or twenty-five million, right? Yeah, yeah you can take it. Yeah. But that's that's still a fucking lot of money to just like eat. So yeah, and Giants, like the Giants and Tommy Cutlets won one too many games to be in position to draft <laughs> a quarterback, and that's exactly their problem. And like yeah, and like you're you know and next year's year three. So if they have a losing if they have a losing season next year, like and again that's what I'm talking about with the different media's. Like you think New York media is not going to be like the, the, the average the average the, the coach the average coaching life. Or the the as a coach the yeah the shelf life of a coach in the NFL isn't that long like it's three years that's that's the average so like it's not that crazy to think like the giant giant like they're gonna be kicking him out of town so yeah but they're a year away I think I think there's one more in the, one more in the playoffs that's sneaky and that's up in Buffalo Sean McDermott oh good call if good call they lose to fucking Mason Rudolph at home <laughs> yeah they right. they're going to be people calling for his head he's already had if they lost their locker room a couple times Stefan Diggs is clearly unhappy yeah and now I mean the uh, Al-Qaeda 9-11 work together like the Taliban comments came out like <laughs> this is not a a guy who is exactly inspiring young men and if they 10 point favorites on Sunday lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I I don't know if he comes back. I'm gonna saying same voice over and over it's again. It's highly unlikely. Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on that goof. If they lose to Mahomes at home, when Mahomes that team that team is not good this year. The defense is very good. That offense is terrible. Whether or not and like listen, Kelsey looks cooked. 
Maybe that changes. Uh, as and again, listen, I get it. The receivers have been dropping balls; they haven't been good. Mahomes does not look good. Like it's not no, just it's not, not just the all. it's not just the drop passes. Like he himself hasn't looked good, and he like his his he, and he looks like and he's he's a being a fucking crybaby nonstop on the sidelines. If you can't beat you you can't beat them at home when that team is you know that team is that team's falling apart too. Like I I think he's, I think it's a good call. I completely forgot about him. Um, he might be. I think I think he's gone if they look if they can't beat the Chiefs. All right. Okay. Um, I don't know. All right. All right. So that was coaching. So biggest yeah, fifty six in time flies. Biggest surprises and disappointments, and I forgot to add in here um, the boner boner alert uh, award as well. Here the, is that making you go? What from is six that? To midnight? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so the six. Yeah. Six. The, the the six to midnight storyline of the year, or play whatever, <laughs> however you want to phrase that. Um, I'll do that one first. Boner uh, jams. Oh three. Boner jams. Oh three award. C. J. Stroud, the guy he came in, he came into the league. There was such a black cloud. Maybe the Texans in general. Mm. They they were the laughing stock of the league last year, just for seventeen games. Even more so because they won a meaningless game that got them the number two pick instead of the number one pick. Um, to where they would have made that, yeah. To where they could have, and they might have taken Stroud at one anyway. Remember the Panthers? Apparently, the coach, you know, the Panthers coach wanted is right. The, the Panthers coach wanted to take Stroud. Believe and, so, yeah. Yeah, the and then dish. but they wanted Bryce. They wanted Bryce Young, uh, the GM, the owner, whoever the hell it was. Um, and so they get Stroud. Stroud's got the Ohio State quarterback black cloud over his head, and I can't. I, that's the thing. Like it's you know for whatever reason, Ohio State quarterbacks have not flourished in the NFL over the last like twenty years. Like it just hasn't happened. And man, puts that like he just he just comes out with such a presence about him in leadership and. A bunch of young dudes. He tells he. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he like he gave the suggestion to go get Tank Dell. I don't know if that's true or if that's just like mythology he out did. there. He requested. But my guy and then, and Tank Dell was a goddamn machine. Um, and they get to the playoffs, man. He misses a couple games with a concussion. Good for them, dude. And they get to the playoffs. Uh, that that's the kind of shit that I love about sports. Like that dude had a. There was a lot going against the Texans. You know, again, that guy, whether or not that's a real thing, these guys have in the back of their mind that I'm a Ohio State quarterback. That's the first thing I thought of when they drafted Stroud. I'm like, listen, I love his arm. I love his I love his size, but he's fucking from Ohio State. So he's probably going to be terrible. That was like that's just my thing. Whenever whenever any quarterback comes out of Ohio State um, and he overcame that and just like he was just awesome. Like he just seems like a guy that I'd want to play for. So he was my boner jams 2003 uh, (laughs) storyline. So uh, I'm going to go with my Boner Jams 2003 storyline, which it just came to me as you were talking. There's there's a man who every time he touches uh, the football, I just I perk up, I put down my phone, and that's Devon A. Chan. He averaged nine yards a carry this year. That's absurd. That is insane. <sighs> got got him I, on a bunch of keeper leagues. Yeah, you should be good because, mm. like, somehow every other team hasn't figured out that He's getting the the little toss pitch, and it doesn't matter if you know it. He's taking it at least 10 yards every single time. He put a move on Jordan Poyer on Sunday night. Poyer's still looking for his jockstrap at the 20-yard line. (laughs) Like, he went 25 yards, you know, soft pitch, but quick cutback, untouched into the end zone. Didn't he break uh, somebody named Beady Feathers had some record from, like, Back in the early 1930s, uh, HM broke this record for, uh, I think, yards per carry on the season. Yeah. I think. Like, with, I think the minimum was like 100 carries or something. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, 
he is a highlight film, and in that offense, he is he really so is. much fun to watch. So, uh, and I'm actually gonna crack another beer because uh, I don't, I don't have crack to it, baby. Up. Crack him. Crack I'm gonna wake up early tomorrow because we got the late opening. So I wonder, I wonder, I know Jay's, yeah, poor Matt Wild out here. Uh, mm. You know he's quitting fantasy, but man, what a, I offer, I offered him, hey, I offered him a chain for Cooper Cup. Mm. Turned it, turned it down. Miss not only did he miss the playoffs, but Cooper Cup was putting up like six points a week. Mm. Whew. So uh, I, I almost said someone on the uh, Cooper Cup team, but that's gonna go into my surprise of the years category. So I'm holding off. Go or uh, Ted Boner Jam O three. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say. So do, should I give my Boner Jam? I guess now or is this? Yeah, give your Boner Jam. Give your Boner Jam. Uh, I had to come up with this on the fly because I didn't know this was a category. But I guess I'll say. Uh, I'll keep it separate from what my biggest surprise was, but uh, I guess uh, Bro- Brock Purdy, man. You know why? Coming into this year, I, I as a Forty Nineers, what's that? What were the odds? Right, my my my, my fears as a Forty Nineers fan coming into the year, I you know I didn't know he was going to play at an MVP level, especially coming off the uh, Tommy John surgery, that that elbow. Uh, you know, I know he's obviously very young in his career, and the chances of him bouncing back were were, were pretty high, but. We didn't know how how he was going to answer and come back, you know, and for a guy being Mr. Irrelevant. And the way he played this year, I mean, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more thrilled watching him. I know know he had some hiccups along the way, you know. Obviously, that was expected. But props to uh, the 49ers organization, Shanahan, for creating an offense, a scheme that, you know, really highlights what what a guy can do. And, And a guy like Brock Purdy... Jimmy Garoppolo was not putting up these numbers in this offense, yes, right? Yeah, he was no. never in the MVP conversation. Brock Purdy is, so it's, it seems like the Niners might have finally found their guy, and I couldn't be happier. So every time, you know, I was watching him throw deep passes to Debo, especially Brandon Ayuk. For me, it was all about Brandon Ayuk this year. I love seeing him emerge as a true number one receiver. Hey, kiss uh, goodbye. I, I know. I had him, I had him <laughs> as, as my fantasy receiver uh, on one of my teams, uh, you know, as a keeper. Is and he a free agent? I think they, they picked up his year. option. They picked yeah, up his option for next year, but they're going to have to pay him. So uh, Yeah, which can't just can't happen. And so. think about it. Every almost He led the, the league in almost every major category, quarterback and lead, and nine yards of play. Basically, every time he threw the ball, you were getting a first down. That's yeah, unheard. And that's, of. So and every time he threw the ball, it was a Devon <laughs> H.N. run. And this, is, and, this yeah. Is where, yeah, and this is where it's like I feel, I feel like people diminish some of these guys – too much because of the teams they're playing with. Like, yeah, Jimmy, the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo were an insane defense, and they ran, they just ran the shit out of the ball, just nonstop. It was basically like we're only going to have Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball if we absolutely need to, and we're just yeah. going to cross our fingers. Like, <laughs> Usually those throws Bro- are like like eight like, yards, like Brock. Eight yards Pur- like, listen, I'm not saying Brock Purdy is Peyton Manning or whatever, but he's no. not just this guy that's just like benefiting from these other. No. Like, he's make he's making the throw. Like Jimmy Garoppolo was incapable of making the throws that Brock Purdy is making to these guys. You are correct. That's why, that is why that is that is that's that's why the 49ers don't have a Super Bowl ring. That is why. Yeah. That is why they didn't beat. That's why they didn't beat the Rams a couple years. Yeah. Well, they didn't beat the Rams a couple years because your fucking safety dropped the interception. But again, that's why they didn't beat the Rams. That's what Lost to get to the Super Bowl, and they probably they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they didn't beat the Chiefs. They blew a ten point lead or whatever it was. Yeah, like, that's why nobody, Jimmy G couldn't make the big throw. Yeah, when he Jimmy Jimmy G couldn't make the throws, and Brock Pur- Brock Purdy is at least able to make these throws. So like I, again, I, 
The biggest example was if yeah. you go to the Washington game, uh, he's being uh, pressured out of the pocket, almost throws it across his body to into triple covers to Brandon Ayuk, yeah. and Brandan Ayuk makes the play on it. Jimmy G, did that's it, getting intercepted 90% say, of the time. What the fuck are you doing on that throw? Yeah, yeah he, like, I think like, he did. Like, I think he did. Yeah, yes. like, hey, new, like, newsflash, like, quarter, all quarterbacks are going to look great when they have better players. Like, can we not, like, let's, and again, I'm not, comp- I am in no way comparing Brock Purdy to Peyton Manning. But let's not no, ignore that not Peyton Manning threw the ball to Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. <laughs> Dallas <laughs> like, Clark. And da- Dallas Clark. Yeah, Dallas Clark. Uh, like, Austin Colley. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Austin like, Colley. Let's, yeah, like, let's Wes Welker for a part-time. Like, listen, like, yeah. Duh, I, I – yeah, but for me yeah. as a Niners fan, Boner Jams 03, anytime Purdy was out there with that offense, I was excited. Yeah. Um All right, we'll just keep we'll just we'll just keep it in the same order. Biggest uh, listen, I'll say biggest disappointment was definitely the way um the Eagles finished the season. I uh, at the end I thought they'd win 11 12 games this year. Like again, like I I've I've said it since we did our our postmortem Super Bowl last year. They weren't going back to the Super Bowl this year because history tells you they weren't. Outside of Tom Brady in that like ridiculous like late of it, end of his career run with the Pats where they went three straight years, um, the team that loses in the Super Bowl does not go back. The last anybody know the last time that happened outside of Brady like what, a few what, years the back. Team who the, the team, team that Bowl. lost the Super Bowl went back to the Super Bowl the next year. Oh, uh, Denver. This is no. This is incredibly Manning? easy. No, this they they did it four times. It's incredible. Oh, the Bills. Easy. Oh, yeah, Bills. over over thirty years ago was the last time like that happened. And again, That's the Brady crazy. thing. Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time, so it's a little bit of an anomaly. Um, oh, the well, the yeah, the Pats, right? You just the Pats did. They they went yeah. three straight years to the they right. they they lost or they they won. They, they beat lost, they, they, won. they beat the Falcons and they lost to the Eagles. And guess what? The year they went back and beat the Rams, they they got three fucking bullshit calls against the Chiefs to to get the touchdown to go the go ahead touchdown. Otherwise, they ain't going back either. So they got they got. The the Patriots uh, tax on that too. I'll ne- I'll never forget the phantom uh, ha- hands to the quarterback helmet that that, that extended their drive uh, when the Chiefs should have won that year too. Um, but like to start ten and one, like I just I so like, I thought they'd get eleven twelve wins and get back to the playoffs. But like not going starting ten and one, absolutely running through, you know, beating having the best record against winning teams and then finishing one and five and then losing to Drew Locke and then just three bullshit teams in Arizona and, and the Giants and then, and then the Giants like this past weekend. So they are one that, and five since big Dom got ejected. Yeah, Let's definitely. Go. Again, definitely, definitely disappointing. But like, you know, I, if I'm, I listen, maybe, maybe it's a Super Bowl hangover. Maybe that's kind of, maybe they got fatigued here late. They're, you know, they got the most amount of Monday night football games this year, whether or not you, whether or not you believe in ESPN strength, of schedules and analytics or whatever, that, that six stretch of games they had was the toughest six, six, games in NFL history from a strength of schedule perspective. Again, I don't, I'm not an analytics guy, but that's by all the metrics that they do for this strength of schedule bullshit. Like that may, I, I, maybe that matters. And then listen, then when they, when they played Dallas and the Niners, both Dallas and the Niners got 10 days off before they played them. So it might just be fatigue. You know, I, I really don't think that they quit on Sirianni, the coordinators, maybe that's different. You know, they, that's what happens when you go to the Super Bowl. You get the last, you know, you're behind the eight ball on hiring new coaches, and they lost both of them. They lost both of their coordinators. So um, disappointing. But hey, listen, like you know, beat beat Tampa Bay, and then you're one of the, you know, one of the last four in the uh, in the conference, and maybe you make something happen. So that was I. 
just overall the way the season ended was definitely um the regular season ended was definitely a a disappointment and then just from a fantasy perspective man even though i hate aaron Rodgers and Brees hall still ended up being awesome in the long run i just i lose sleep over thinking about how much just more incredible and how much more money i would have won this year if Aaron Rodgers doesn't tear his Achilles and it, like Brees Hall is just putting up like 45 <laughs> points a week in fantasy. <laughs> That's true. Uh, like think think about all the think about all the PPR. Oh my god. I don't he do- I, and he go, somebody somebody go somebody go somebody go. I'm just I'm, I'm getting uh, sad all over I'll, again. I'll take it here. Uh biggest disappointment for the year, uh for me this year was the Atlanta Falcons. Just I I I've I've hammered Arthur Smith already. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. But three years in a row, they've had a top. They had the number four, number eight, and number eight pick. And they took Pitts, London, and Bijan. And to have an offense that could barely eclipse 20 points a game is a travesty. They had a solid defense, but week after week, they made bad decisions. Desmond Ritter, I, I said in, what was it, early uh, late August, early September, on the season uh, preview, I said, if Desmond Ritter can be competent, the Atlanta Falcons are going to win the division. And as it turned out, Desmond Ritter could not be competent. <laughs> All he did was throw the ball to the other team or fumble inside the 10-yard line. His own or the opponent's, doesn't matter. Pick a 10-yard line, he was dropping the ball over and over again. Uh, and, yeah, I may have lost some money on them. So uh, my biggest disappointment this year was the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, mine... It was between two teams. I really wanted to say the Chargers, but they got hit with injuries and all that. I mean, the Chargers disappoint every year. Seems like we're always wait, Teddy, waiting. You can only disappoint if you have expectations. Yeah, have right. It seems, but it seems like every year we're like, oh, this is the year, man. The Chargers finally no, no, gonna no, put no, it no, together. No, no, no. Every year, that's no, no. you. <laughs> well, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> we. If I if I if we were on video, I'd be pulling up the Uncle Phil video. We. <laughs> <laughs> so. I won't say them because that's like an every year thing with with those guys. So probably the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, oh, they yeah. they kind of choked oh. away the division, right? They were eight and three Jared. at one point, Jared. and then they were selling playoff tickets on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they were, and the the curse of the terrible towel. You know, like the Jaguars beat the Steelers, started mocking the terrible towel, waving it. Since that time, they went what one and five. They started eight and three, five. finished that nine and eight, right? One and five. Yep. So. For for a coach that I actually like, I love Doug Peterson. I think he's a really good coach. You gotta you gotta put some blame on Trevor Lawrence uh, on some of his poor play because the defense for the Jaguars was was pretty good for most of the year, but yeah. they choked they choked this thing away, man. They had an opportunity to solidify this division multiple times and they just did not do it at all. So Jo warned me because I uh, I drafted Christian Kirk this year and he goes, "Go, you are going to hate owning a Jaguar." And I go, "Why?" And he goes. It is the most frustrating offense. They <laughs> shoot themselves in the foot. They give the ball away. They don't know what they're doing. And it's true. He was they right. If you needed uh, – this is an unofficial stat, uh, so I don't quote me on this. And if this is – you're looking for stats, this is not the pod for you. I feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars had the most touchdowns called back by penalty this year compared to any other team. be and fun to look that up. Called- and if you want to add in most touchdowns nullified because they couldn't get their pinky toe in bounds. Yeah, I was gonna say call. Yeah, call called back or just re, or receiver or fee, rec, receivers not 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 um tracking the ball correctly or and or um like Lawrence just not not putting it where it needed to be. Yeah, the uh, microcosm of their season was last Sunday when Evan Ingram on a slant gets hit in both hands with the ball, 
it pops up in the air, and the Tennessee Titan makes the best catch that uh, defender that makes the best catch of any Jaguar would have had this year with a <laughs> diving one-handed interception. Like, it was just – they were so frustrating to watch. Doug Peterson should be ashamed of himself. Trevor Lawrence – by the way, Trevor Lawrence uh, is is dangerously getting close to uh, Justin Herbert. Bust! The media, the media keeps sucking him off, and I just think he sucks. Like, I don't understand the appeal of a guy who can't call hike before zero hits the clock and throws <laughs> red zone interceptions and fumbles repeatedly. Like, even, like, the dive he had to win the game the other day from two yards out, he starts to stretch out, and then he pulls it back. It's fourth down. If you fumble, guess what? Game's over anyway if you don't make it. Go full out, and you can see his arm retract. It's just it, it, the most disappointing team. You're right, Teddy. I shouldn't have said Atlanta. It was Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Calvin Ridley being a top-five fantasy player didn't work out too well either. Oh, so. Bust. <laughs> I'm kidding. We only do Gronk spikes. We don't We do not do bad things on this podcast. Only Gronk yes. spikes. Um, biggest surprise, like, are, are we all going to say Baker Mayfield being awesome? Yeah, I actually, oh. I actually wrote down Baker oh, Mayfield. Right. That's pretty funny. Baker Mayfield being awesome. Like I don't think we. I, Boom. I, I'm not even gonna say anything else. Baker. The uh, who was he doing the ads for? Was it Hulu? Or I don't even remember what it was. The insurance guy. Yeah, like progress. Those are great be, commercials. Progress. Progressive is gonna be knocking back on his door, be like, "Hey Baker, you wanna you wanna come back?" Those were entertaining <laughs> as hell. I'm sorry. Oh man. I'm sorry if. Uh, so what do you what do you so, got? If wait, it's not Teddy. Baker? Did you also say? Did you also have Baker? I, yeah, well, I said Baker Mayfield. I really Baker did. Mayfield, I'm, baby. I'm sorry. I'm, you're both wrong, and I feel really bad for you. Because if any of you saw sitting on the couch in New Jersey, Joe Flacco, <laughs> yeah, he, he's up there for sure, leading the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. January Joe should have made a shitload of money this year. I agree Joe with you Flacco. on that because you know why Joe Flacco, a guy I've hated for the last decade, the better part of a decade, because of when he beat the 49ers in 2012, yeah. this guy has won me over uh, to the point where I'm like, I'm rooting for this guy now. So that oh, just tells you the story for Joe the, Flacco. Joe Flacco knows he's living on stolen time, yeah. and he's just like, I'm gonna have fun. I am going to fling it. Double coverage, triple coverage. Amari Cooper's down there somewhere. Whatever. Over the Milton and Joku. Oh, I've got a Joe Flacco stat when we get to the Browns-Texans preview. It's pretty crazy. He also, in the last, what, five, six weeks, leads the NFL in interceptions. Doesn't care. <laughs> They're still 5-1 <five laughs> yeah. over that time. Him and well, Josh Allen. Guys, yeah, guys. So, yes, Baker. Baker, absolutely. He, he was a nominee for me. Uh, the Rams were a nominee for me. But uh, Puka Nakua was a nominee. But Joe Flacco is my biggest surprise. Joe Flacco. January Joe. Yeah, that guy's the bane of my existence. Fuck him. Um, yeah, the dif- the difference for me is Joe Flacco uh, w- once won a Super Bowl, and Baker Mayfield is going to be known for the guy who didn't watch an ounce of game film and uh, <laughs> but potentially That's Johnny cost- Manziel. But- Baker Mayfield. That was Manziel. Film. That wasn't Baker. That was Johnny. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Mayfield too? No, no. it was. It was just oh, Baker wouldn't was be in the league if he wasn't watching film. He wouldn't even be playing this. I role. thought that was Baker. Manziel I thought Baker Mayfield. Marcus Russell. Mm, I thought yeah. that was Baker Mayfield too. Nah. You would be in the NFL. I oh, well, I disagree with that, but uh, they need they need quarterbacks, man. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Awards, awards. Teddy, drive. We got, we got to fly through these. We're running long. Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah, drive MVP, drive Lamar Jackson. Lamar. <sighs> Fuck it, Christian McCaffrey. I, I, mean, and, I hope uh, so. And uh, Jo oh. was with Jo was with. I have Jo's picks here. Um, sure, give them. And he was he was with me in. 
uh, fuck the quarterback, and I can't read now. So um, I, think I would he, assume he picked CMC. I think he said. I think he said CMC. Too. Here's the thing: I've been the fuck the quarterback guy all year. You watch Lamar play, and here's why he's the MVP. And it's not stats based; it's eye test based. You can't bring him down. The amount of times seven seconds, eight seconds, nine seconds have gone on since the snap, and he's still dancing around and exhausting the defensive line, and the cornerbacks are just holding. Zay Flowers and Rashad Bateman and Odell because whatever we can't keep up with them for nine seconds. It, it's Lamar, in my opinion. Sorry. All right, what's next? Uh, offensive Player of the Year. Are we doing that? Yeah. Got to be. Got to be. I mean, it's between Tyreek and McCaffrey. I'm going to give it to McCaffrey. I am a Tyreek guy. I've been. He's been my MVP all year, so I got to give him something. He's my Offensive Player of the Year. Uh I don't know if that was a real rule that the same guy can't win it, but I I don't play by their rules. CMC. All right, uh, defensive player of the year. Wait, who did I, Jordan I, pick? Who did Jordan yeah, who did Jordan? Pick? Pick? We didn't we didn't we didn't do that. He just did. I just I told him to. End defensive it. player of the year uh, for me, it's between Miles Garrett or Max Crosby, but they're going to end up giving it to T.J. Watt probably. <laughs> so I'll just say uh, go out of the box and say uh, Crosby because I know Goff's got him too. I'm I'm picking Crosby. Here here are his stats. 94 pressures, 14 and a half sacks, 23 tackles for loss, which is first, by the way, in the NFL. 90 tackles. He is uh, the third defensive lineman since 2000 to have 90 tackles in a season. Wow. Uh, 31 quarterback hits, 64 hurries, uh, stops either at or behind the line of scrimmage, 58. He is my defensive player of the year. Everyone else is going to try and give it to Watt or Garrett. It's just looking at sacks. Yeah. Guess what? Max Crosby is on the field every play and True. has all of those other statistics to support him. It's Max. True. 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 Uh, Garrett. 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 Uh, okay, rookie Coach. of the year. For me, I know I know Stroud's like a good pick, obviously like one of the obvious ones, but – Puk Nakua, right? He yeah. broke this uh, uh, receiving record that stood for like 64 years. So I'd love for them to see see to go to uh, Puk Nakua. That's who I'm going to pick. I would love for it to be co-player uh, of the year, but Stroud locked it up when he had that drive to put the Texans into playoffs Saturday night. It's Stroud. Yeah. Uh, defensive? Jalen Carter's just... probably going to get it, I think. Oh, you, I'm sorry. I skipped your defensive player. I apologize. So wait, What do you mean? No. no. We just, we just we just we just did defensive player of the year. No rookie. No. Oh, it, it's offensive and defensive. Oh, right? you're doing defensive rookie. Well, it's both. Isn't it both? Isn't it both? I believe so. Yes. There's yeah, two separate awards. I, I mean, I think J- Jalen Carter, I think, is going to get it. But uh, I'll go with you on that because I'm not too familiar with who, what defensive rookies uh, had good years. Actually, Devin Witherspoon was really really solid. Yeah. Uh, and ton of pass breakups, ton of interceptions. So I would give it to Witherspoon, but. I'm not going to argue hard on this one. Cool. Coach of the year, I got uh, D'Amico. I, I don't think it should be particularly close. It's D'Amico or Stefanski. Uh, I'd give it to Stefanski, I think. I, too, gave it to Stefanski. Four quarterbacks. Uh, it's Cleveland. Uh, Demi- By the way, if it's D'Amico, I'm not going to complain. I think he did an amazing Yeah, D'Amico is definitely Demi- – uh, it's rare for a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback to make to win a division or make the playoffs together. doesn't it's happen too often. It's the first time ever that a rookie coach and quarterback combo have won the division. There you go. And so, I think like only the fourth time they're making like a playoff appearance, It's the right? third time they've ever they won. made it to the playoffs. And, I mean, yeah. they, they won two games last year, guys. <laughs> 
They want two, like they want two games. Like the Brown, like the Browns are built on their. I'm defense all for D'Amico. The former 49ers. Defense yeah, I just think I, I just I, I just think it's I, I, I don't That's know. Fair. I, That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like to me, it's like you you went from two two wins, a terrible team. <laughs> you have a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback, and you just won the division. Ugh. I look at it this way: Had the Browns not needed to rest their starters week seven, eighteen, whatever it is. They would have won twelve games. Yeah, but, they, but they, I know, I, I, and I get the quarterback thing, but there's their their whole thing is still their defense is what makes them great. Like it's it's, right. it's been their defense, like it is, and, and the run game. And I mean, whatever. Uh, I'm not, yeah, okay. I'm not, I, it's fine. I'm fine with either guy. I think All right, that's real the quick. Awards. We Gronk, were, we ready for the bracket or? You guys want to do Gronk spikes real quick? Like your Gronk spikes? I could care well, less about Gronk spikes. But. I mean, my you know what mine is. I, we could get to it when we talk about Finns and Chiefs, but Miami Dolphins. Uh, I maintained it throughout the whole year. They did not beat anybody good. I thought they were highly overrated. Um, great offense. Put up a lot of numbers when they played bad teams. Beat up on a lot of bad teams. But they choked away this division at the end of the year. They should have put it away. That, that loss to Tennessee pretty much was the, was the reason that, you know, if they just took care of business there, you were up 13 with like two minutes left. You, you went, you're, you're not in the situation you're in right now. So to me... Just me maintaining that I think Miami's one of the more overrated teams in the NFL. I, I don't have a good Gronk spike other than I said the Jets would get Aaron Rodgers killed and it lasted four plays. So, <laughs> <the Gronk spike. laughs> Never completed a What's yours, Drew? Pass. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm always so right on so many fucking things. That's true. Um, I the just Panthers. can't. I can't. I can I can hardly oh I mean I when I I always get my my NFC like I always go fucking wild and off the off the wall with my division winners so I'm yeah. not even too worried about that um I don't know I, try, I mean I guess the Chargers I mean it's not it's not it's not it doesn't even look good about just continuing to predict the fact that the Chargers are fucking trash and we just that's that that stupid coach is over was overrated yeah like, that Herbert, doesn't count Herbert's not again I sure. I guess. I mean, I didn't all you did all you guys pick the Chargers to make the playoffs? I did not. I think yeah, I'm, you, I yeah, you, you, yeah, you did, Ted. So uh, Teddy you all, and uh, you did. had him. You were you were all up in the Chargers business. So for I sure. don't know about I don't know about that not being uh, an awful a good one for me. But I know Jo had um, his his one his hit this year was Laporta um, being a yeah, fantasy. That's stud. True, it was yeah. And his his big swing and a miss was Dalvin Cook even being a competent <laughs> NFL player. So that was a pretty. Uh, <laughs> Too much pretty, Dalvin Cook homerism there. Pretty, pretty, pretty big, pretty big miss. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess my, I guess my Gronk spike would be say the Chicago Bears would be pure chaos, only it went the opposite way of chaos. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, were, they had, they had some competency. At All right, let's go to the brackets. Let's go playoffs, All right, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna go through the playoff brackets and then the first round. Talk about some of these series, and then we're gonna do the bracket challenge, which we've been doing the last couple of years. So let's start in the AFC: Browns, Texans. You guys banter whichever way you feel suits you. All right, and then I'll so, just I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pepper when I want to pepper. Sure. So T- Teddy, here's here's what yes, I want to look at this. What what are the keys to the game? So Houston versus Cleveland. Just give me one key for Cleveland to win. One key for Houston to win this game. Uh, for Houston because Cleveland is has I think it was a team that allowed the fewest passing yards per game in the NFL this year. So for Houston, and also this stat. Uh, quarterbacks making their first playoff starts since 2002 are 15 and 39, and specifically rookie quarterbacks are mm-hmm. one and five in the last 10 years in their first playoff start. 
CJ Stroud getting off, getting out to a really hot start uh, in this game is going to be key, I think, because that Browns defense is no joke, and they're going to have a hard time slinging the rock. So if they can get the run game going and set up a play action, I think that'll be the key for the for the Texans. Yeah, I don't see the Texans establishing a run game. It's awful. Pierce mm-hmm. has been disappointing. Singletary's averaging like 3.2 yards a carry. Mm-hmm. I, if Houston, Houston has to play this game from the lead and out in front, maybe a special teams, maybe a defensive touchdown. Right. But that's, I, if, they, if they're trying to come from behind, I think Cleveland's going to have them. Cleveland, sure. what's, their key, what's their key, Teddy? Well, Flacco threw for 368 yards and three touchdowns against Houston just a couple weeks ago in week 16. Uh, mm-hmm. Tex- Texans defense gives up the, the 10th most passing yards uh, this year. So we just talked about it. Joe Flacco is a guy that likes to sling it, doesn't care about the interceptions. So for them, the key is going to be just Joe Flacco continuing to do what he does. I mean, here's the crazy stat I had on him. Tied with Tom Brady for the most road playoff wins in NFL history. So, wow. So he wins this to one. To be fair, Brady was always at home. Brady was always at home. So for me, the key, uh, the Browns, just do what they've been doing. Joe Flacco dropping back, throwing it to all his weapons. That's the key right so, there. So for me, Cleveland's just got to not turn the ball over. Like, don't right. don't shoot yourself in the foot. I think Cleveland is the better team. I, somehow they're the more experienced team because Houston is so young. It like <clears throat> I know Flacco is yellow Flacco, but he can't be – this cannot be a three-interception game. Jerome Ford cannot put the ball on the ground. Yep. Uh, they can't be dropping passes over in the middle. No special teams touchdown. Like, Cleveland just, if they don't, if they win the turnover battle, I believe they win the game easily. What do you think, Drew? Uh, I The Texans, I actually think it's going to be a closer game. Um, and I think the, Tex, the Texans just can't turn it over because that's the Browns. Again, I, I think the Browns' defense is just fucking special. Um, yeah. And – Again, you got a rookie court. You got a rookie quarterback who's who's shown poise throughout the year, but it's you know you're you're playing an elite defense in your first playoff game. It is going to be it is going to be in Houston. Like whether or not um, you know whether or not you think that's a a huge advantage because I know you know I know I, I know I know there's some takeovers that happen there Houston here and there. Um, but yeah, I just think I, I think the Texans just they they can't afford to turn the ball over, and I just I think I think the Browns defense is too good for that not to be a thing. So uh, I think, I think, I think the Browns win. I think this is like, I think this is within like 10 points for the majority of the game. I, I don't think this is like a, a 34 to 10 shellacking or anything like that. I, I do think this will, will, will be surprised at how close this game actually is. Okay. So I'm going to respectfully disagree with Drew. This is my best bet of the week. I think Cleveland wins by 10 points. Uh, at least What's the spread on think- this game? Uh, I believe I'll look it up in a second. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I just, I just said this is going to be about ten points throughout the game. No, so it's no, exact- I'm saying, <laughs> I said at least, I said at least ten. Oh, okay, I was going to say that's exactly I what I just said. Cock. Oh. No, I think this is going to end like thirty-one, thirteen. Okay. okay. Houston is getting two point five at home. They're home dogs. Okay. Right. So I, I, I think, I think Cleveland stomps them. I think you going so Browns. Too. You going Browns too, Ted? All right. Uh, so yeah, Browns. I think the Browns stomp them as well. So we all have the Browns. What's J.O. have? Uh, Browns. We all took the Browns. Browns. All right. We all took it, the you're, Browns. Drew, you're writing this down? You're making note of this? Come on, man. That's what I fucking all do, right. bro. Saturday all right. On the the co- coldest game Peacock. on the Tundra ever. This is going to – this right now they're predicting this to be the coldest playoff game in NFL history. Wow. The Chiefs and the Do- – that's a real thing. I'm not making that up. No, I believe that is a real th- That is a real thing. I just saw it on Twitter. Yeah, like kickoffs like negative one degrees. Miami like 
and the Chiefs. Who we got? All right, Teddy, how, how can Miami well, win this game? Drew, Drew just alluded to the fact about the temperature in this game. So this stat that I have. First of all, it's also to his first playoff start. So that goes into that stat I gave before. But he's 0-4 in games that are under 45 degrees. And 45 degrees is not even that cold. So this is going to yeah. be the coldest game ever. Stole uh, my stat, Dick. The, I mean, I'm sure we all have that stat. The Dolphins also, as, as a team, collectively, 0-10 in temperatures under 40 degrees since 2017. So uh, that's going to play a big factor. The key for Miami to even, you know, stay in this game is pepper Tyreek Hill with target after target, use that offensive scheme that Mike McDaniel has has innovated this year, get out to, you know, a couple big they, – they need to get out to a lead early with a couple really big plays early and often – and have Kansas City try to come back on them because that's the only chance that they're going to have in this, in my opinion. Is oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry, Drew. And Reek is a little bit. Tyreek's a little banged up. If if Waddle and yeah. Mostert aren't available, all, I, I, I was I was just going to say Tua's going to have a problem. Waddle's definitely not going to play. I have a feeling. Is Mo? Do we know if Mostert's playing? Mostert, I think they've held him out the last two weeks, so he yeah. can play this game. All right, so he's trending ahead, in the right direction. Uh, this is a game where I think first to twenty wins. And I just don't see Miami getting there. Casey's defense is so good. You've already mentioned the cold. Miami is so, so hurt. They've lost Jalen Johnson. Uh, they've lost Chubb. Chubb. They've lost Phillips. Van Ginkle. To, I'm sorry, Jalen Phillips. That's what I meant. They, they've they lost, lost another Van edge Ginkle. rusher this past week, right? Uh, right now they have Melvin Ingram, who the corpse of Melvin Ingram, and they signed <laughs> this morning Justin Houston. Oh, my God. They are God. literally picking wow. guys up. Off of the couch, praying to play in one degree weather. I just I don't see it happening. I would love to see Miami do it. If Miami's going to do it, here's how, here's the game plan. You need Moster and Achan to combine for like 25 carries for 200 yards. Yeah. You need to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. And I mean, obviously every game is don't turn the ball over, but you can't give them a short field. Casey struggles a lot when they have to go 75 yards. When they mm-hmm. have to go less than 50. They are very proficient because Mahomes is dangerous from 50 in. you got to keep them deep. I just don't think the Miami defense is healthy enough to pressure Mahomes consistently. Yeah, as, ba- as bad as they've been this past month, like Mahomes and that offense has looked so bad, they're still the defending Super Bowl champs. They're home. Uh, that crowd's going to be rocking, and I think they're going to do enough to figure it out. To, like you said, 20 points, that seems about right. Like I don't know what the over. Let me see. Over under on this game is forty four and a half. Yeah, I might take that under. Like, like how 20, how 20, how things 13. have things how things have changed in a year. That would have been like sixty four and a half last year. Yeah, Easy. for sure. Um, that would have been that would have been sixty four and a half in September. Yeah, yeah. These two teams in September. I mean, uh, would they play in Germany? It was twenty one fourteen. Kansas City yeah. won, right? So and, and what did they do in that game? They limited Tyree Kill because they know Tyree Kill so well. And the fact that he's banged up, if they can limit Tyree Kill, like like you said, if Miami's going to need to turn to that run game, and can they even run the ball on these guys? We don't even know. Yeah, I yeah. My thoughts, I wouldn't even be focused on Tyree Kill. I'm gonna go. I I go back go back to what made you successful, regardless if you were doing it against bad teams or not. Mozart and A Chain run the football. 
open up the play action to Tyreek, and you're going to have to utilize some other guys with because Waddle, again, I, I doubt that Waddle is going to play. I don't know. I think Waddle might keep, try and give it a go. Keep the ball. Going. But he's going to be limited anyway. Yeah. Um, keep that. You have to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands as much as possible. And then the key is when you get when you get inside the 10, you gotta, you got you to gotta get touchdowns. You have to get touchdowns, especially this year where the Chiefs have struggled to to score on their own. If you get if you get if you get inside that ten, you have you can't come away field goals. I I would go for it on every fourth down if I was Mikey McNuggets inside the ten. I'm not taking field goals. I'm taking seven or that's or I'm not taking anything. That's what I'm doing. That's how Miami wins. Only way Miami can win: run the ball down their throats, go for touchdowns. So Waddle apparently was limited in practice. So I, I just would be stunned if he played. Yep. All right, so who do we got? What's, uh, George, say, every, what's George's pick? Everyone's taking the Chiefs. Uh, I got the Chiefs. I probably should have wrote that. I got to keep looking at who the Super Bowl winner is to figure out which one's mine and which one's his. It's on the same piece of paper. Uh, Chiefs, and I have yeah, Chiefs. I got, Chiefs. I Chiefs. We're all the same so far. I, this is bad. I, I would just say I'm not going to be stunned if the if Miami wins this game. I'm not going to be stunned. I'm not either, but just, I'm not either just because KC is so I'll be stunned. Offense, I'll say this. I'll be stunned. defense is so good. I, I yeah I just I just think Kansas City is is, is churning so you, and like I'm just I'm I'm just terror it's it's alarming that Kelsey just never turned it back on yeah he just he looks real bad see I'm surprised one one of you three did not go Miami see I I'd be stunned if Miami wins but you guys you, you won't be stunned sure. I just I just think so they're too hurt. I just I just think they're too banged up like if yeah. Waddle if Waddle was healthy and playing I think I would have went Miami I mean like you know what I think that they're having both those guys is gonna allow them to run the football better because you have to count for more than just Tyree Kill now. Yeah. And you could actually do you you, you could do so. Because remember the game they lost to the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs didn't score on them well, in the second half. No, and they fumble they had that stupid fumble. Yeah, like yeah and they fumble, I mean fumble. Yeah, that, you you turned yeah, yeah. I mean and then listen you got you got Tyree coming back, man. Coming back to the team that didn't want to pay him. So interesting, interesting storyline. All right, so we're all taking all taking the Chiefs there. Uh the big one, my guy, Josh Allen, proved everybody wrong. Every, all you all jumped, Goff jumped off that off the ship before the season started. Teddy bailed on him freaking five weeks ago when they were. Weeks ago, I bet the Bills to win when the they Bills. were in Cash. when they were in the darkest darkest place. It's darkest before the dawn. All of a sudden, Drew. They were Mr. at Josh six. Allen. They were six and six. They just came off that heartbreaking loss to the Eagles. They were they had a bye week and then they were going they were going to play the hottest team in the league the Dallas Cowboys and I I made the proclamation if they win that game which I think they're going to they are going to go on a run win out win the division and go to the Super Bowl and goddamn Josh Allen that's my man you sure all is. jumped you this all guy, jumped you don't deserve Josh him you sudden. don't deserve him you jumped you you abandoned him Teddy you abandoned him. <laughs> I didn't abandon he was, him. You know what? I, I said, Dude, he was he was he was Jack trying to look for room on that on that door in the ocean. I said, and you I were said, rose, Teddy. You know, it, you know what you did, Teddy? You him. roast him. You said there's not enough room on this on this door, Josh. Go freeze <laughs> to death in the water. That's what you did. That's I'll what never you let did. Go, Josh. I just no. said yeah. I just said I uh, lowered my expectations. That's what, what you did. Even, or there's even worse, you were you were you were Rose's fiance with that fake that fake kid getting on the boat. You you, you left you left Josh behind and you grabbed Lamar Jackson. You grabbed oh, that man. you grabbed that pretty toy. By the way, is is it weird? I've never seen Titanic. That is super weird. 
Actually, is it weird that I just saw Titanic for the first time this year or like late last year? I, I think like I, just, I know the ending. The boat sinks. I'm not yeah. watching them. Just embarrassing. I mean, come on, it's Leo. You gotta watch Leo. It's just Leo. Yeah, Leo's so, great. So Leo's great. Just before before Teddy gets to defend himself, uh, I just want to say I never jumped off this Josh Allen bandwagon. You were never on it. The team. <laughs> I, I was never. I was never off it. The Bills in general. I'm sorry. The Bills in general is, is more. No, I, more, I mean, more I, like I, I bet the Bills five weeks ago to win the division, so I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, to start to, yeah, to hedge, to start the year, it was all. Oh, <laughs> it runs through Miami now, boys. And again, we don't, we only do, we only do crowd oh. spikes, but yeah. Oh. Go, oh, go for sitting, go for, oh, go for sitting there with his hops and his, his alchemist <laughs> beer. Fucking Miami. Miami. Oh, he was man. all over it. I was all about Mikey McNuggs. Uh, you were. Sorry. No, my, uh, my, my thing with the Bills was they were so snake-bitten, and, and a lot of it had to do with just either the defense was letting up these late late game no, scores. No, no, Josh Allen was, was making an interception in the end zone and screwing his team over. And after that loss to the Eagles, I just felt like, you know what, they they put everything they could into that game, a game that they that they probably could have won, and, and they just came up short. How much could they come back and, and muster up? But clearly, the bye week helped them out. And that Dallas game, they changed, found something. Changed offensive coordinators. They yes, firing Ran the ball more. Finding yes, uh, James Cook became the centerpiece of the offense because fantasy football wise, Stephon Diggs went from the wide receiver three weeks one to nine to uh, <sighs> wide receiver fifty five yeah, weeks thanks. ten to seventeen. Thanks, so, thanks, Ted. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, so clear, clearly the Bills found what works, and it's the running game. James Cook. Finally, they committed to a run game. It's what Drew's been saying for the last three years that they should do. And, uh, yeah, they won on this run, man. From the moment they destroyed Dallas up until now, it's unbelievable to think this team was 6-6 six and six about a month ago and is now the division champs hosting this playoff game for, in Buffalo. For the, for, the, for, the, for the sake of time, and go if you have any good quips, throw them out there. But for the sake of time, sure. outside of Josh Allen just throwing five inexplicable Interceptions yeah. and three That's fumbles. The only way that Steelers are we all are we all going built? Feel free to make the jokes about the Steelers and Tom. Steelers are one in ten, or one in ten when TJ Watt doesn't play. He's not playing. Buffalo Bills. I, I agree. I was going to ask, what's the only way that Buffalo wins this game, and it's if bad Josh shows up. And you mean lose? You mean loses? Loses games. Yeah, it's a yeah, bad Josh. Josh shows up and Pittsburgh turns him over three times without Watt. Is Fitzpatrick even going to play? I don't think so. No, I, I don't. I don't think it's happening, but I think we all have Buffalo, meaning. The first three games, we all have the same picks, which is bad. And Jay yeah, will scream and say, "Wow, the Steelers made the playoffs again." He was, he was, he was actually going to pick the Steelers to win the Super Bowl to be a prick, but he uh, changed <laughs> the bill. He changed, he, he, he changed back to the Bills. So, I wish uh, he did. I wish he did. All right. I think, all right. I think we're going to get a couple uh, disagreements when we get to the NFC. Finally, I think maybe. I think. Uh, yeah, actually, we probably will. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably because I mean, two of these are toss-ups. I think so. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's. We'll keep the same order. We'll go four-five. Uh, Bucks, Eagles. Um, listen, here's I'll, I'll tell you what. It, what Drew, how, Drew, how does Philadelphia win this game? Philadelphia wins this game. Going back to what they were doing at the beginning of the year, uh, having an effective pass rush and using utilizing the, your weapons in the middle of the field. Um, they, for whatever reason, like, listen, Hertz. Hertz has been. Very, he hasn't been good this year at all. I mean, he's bottom, you know, I think he's 28th in the league against the Blitz, um, which isn't great. I, you know, I don't, you know, it's the fact it's it's not great that they haven't tried to fix that all season, but again, you know, 
winning masses thing. So, you know, I guess they didn't think it was that big of a deal. Um, but listen, when that's happening, like let's do some, let's do some running back screens. Like let's get Swift involved in the passing game. Let's get AJ okay. and Devonta Smith going, going up the middle instead of trying to just constantly beat guys um, on the outside. You know, they played, they played Tampa Bay. I think it was week three on Monday night in Tampa Bay. I think they won by 14. Uh, it was close in the first half. Yeah. I think, um, I feel like it was like, 13 like six something weird um you know again the eagles had some stalled drives where they were you know they they had good things going whether it was a turnover or just like a dumb penalty but you know get to get get to baker make baker have to make quick decisions um you know the biggest the biggest fear is if you're the eagles that they just the 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 Buccaneers just throw the ball in the middle of the field all day because your pass rush isn't effective, you and, have no and you have no linebackers. Yeah, I mean, you just don't have any linebackers that can yeah. cover the the middle of the field, and you're not adjusting. The good news is, Slay, I guess. Well, I guess Darius Slay isn't officially back, but like the whole the thought was is that he is going to play, um, which definitely helps. I mean, he's he's one of the, he's still that one of the best. Cor- he is, statistically he's still one of the best cornerback in the leagues. Like, I mean, if you, I don't know how much people take is Pro Football Focus. Is that still like a serious yeah. site? Yeah. Yeah, yes. like like Slay is still one of the highest rated quarterbacks in the league, I think. Um, so that'll help. But again, it's if the passer, if you're not if you're not getting to the quarterback, like none of that matters. Because that's that's why listen, the Eagles have, the Eagles haven't invested in the linebacker position in like 20 years. Um, but they they always invest in the D line and they always have good pass rushers. So it you know that eliminates the middle of the field a lot because you got quarterbacks that are rushing and making bad 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 decisions. Um, so the Eagles this year went from 70 sacks last year down to 40. This year, yeah. they're minus wow. thirty compared, yeah. and you could really feel that. Like that's less than three a game. Uh, that's barely over two games. Not even two and a half. I forgot there's seventeen games now, and yep. like they have all of these these Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, we got Nicobe Dean. We got we got uh, Jordan Jaylen Davies. Jaylen we got Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. And we got Keely Ringu, and hey, you know what? You also got thirty less sacks than you had. Last well, the only, the only, listen, the only, the only, the only defensive lineman that they lost was Hargrave, and they replaced him with Jalen Carter. And again, I, I don't, and I, and I love, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Hargrave, but again, you guys if need you, harder practices. Yeah, harder practices. But like, if you, if you go by Pro Football Focus, <laughs> like Jalen Carter's graded higher than Hargrave this season. Now he's not having the same. I don't. Is he having the same impact as Hargrave did last no. year for the Eagles? No. But the entire defensive line isn't having the same. Um, the same impact that it did last year. So whether do it's schemes, guys, do you guys but, miss Jonathan Gannon? Serious. I, I don't know. Like it's it's tough. Like I I, I liked Gannon, but listen, he, his game plan in the Super Bowl was fucking terrible. Whether you want to blame the grass or not, like I'm not going to blame the glass. I, I mean, it was very apparent that these guys were slipping. The D line was slipping all over the field. They were the best D line of football last year, and they couldn't they couldn't you know they couldn't penetrate at all because they're all sli- <laughs> oh zing that would have been a great great joke <laughs> somewhere there. But you know they're all fall they're all slipping and sliding on the outside because the field was. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's Gannon. I don't know. The biggest. The biggest thing that hurt was that you know um, T.J. Edwards. They didn't bring back. I, I didn't think that would be that big of a of a loss, but apparently it was. And that's you know that's it. C.J. Gardner was a was a was a playmaker. Like you know he was a ball hawk. He got turnovers, but attitude, his that's his agent was. fucked that up. Like he got a, he got a one year as great as he was last season. They got a one year prove it deal with Detroit because his agent messed up the long term deal the Eagles were going to give him, and nobody else wanted to give him a long term deal. So it was what it was, and some of the guys that had a defensive had a, hit, hit, might have hit a rookie wall. Um, but that's how that that's that the game is very simple. Can can the can the can the Eagles get to Baker? 
Because it's not, they're just going to scheme Mike Evans and Godwin in the middle of the field yeah. all day. Like all right. that's so that's what's going to happen. And again, I don't I don't know I don't know the bucket. I know on defensively, I know the Bucks blitz third most in the NFL, so they're going to have to scheme and game plan for that and be ready. Um, I think they they have the weapons to do it. So it's just a matter of whether or not they're going to going to change what they've been doing the last you know basically all year. Like they really haven't been going to the middle of the field a ton. Um, and that's we we just we talked about that early. Is like defenses are basically giving the underneath throw up the middle, and quarterbacks don't seem to be taking it. They look they're looking for big plays, um, yeah. and that's really. I don't really think there's much more insight. I think that's pretty much what you have to do. Run the ball, <laughs> Teddy. How does Tampa Bay beat Philadelphia? Tampa Bay beat Philadelphia. What I uh, basically what Drew was saying. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin feasting and going wild against the yeah. secondary. Uh, Rash, uh, Utilizing Rashad White, uh, who was actually one of the surprise uh, bright spots this year, fantasy-wise and in the NFL. He was a really good running back. Uh, So Baker Mayfield limiting his mistakes, limiting any turnovers. Because although Tampa Bay won this division and looked like probably the best team out of these four in that division all year, these last two weeks, if you've watched them, they've been ugly. They've been kind of ugly. They haven't been impressive. Baker didn't look that great against Carolina. So, to me, it's, uh, you know, setting up the run. He's a shoulder. So yeah, that, he was he was a little dinged it. up. Tampa Bay, actually, kudos to them for being the only NFC team to make the playoffs the last four seasons, which is pretty funny when you think about it. But, uh, yeah. By the way, uh, I love – just to go back to the preview, I know we don't we don't talk about our losses, but yeah. the NFC South. Uh, two you took of Tampa, you right? Picked, Two of you picked uh, New Orleans. I picked Atlanta. Drew picked Carolina. And then I said, at the Hell end, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> to the Bay Hell yeah, baby. We've got to clip that and, and play that. Oh, but, so but yeah, that, that's what has to happen. It's basically get yeah. Rashad White, White involved early and often, and then you're going to have the middle of the field open for yeah. Evans and Godwin. So I just going off what Drew said, uh, the place where I think that. Tampa Bay is strongest on defense is up the middle. You got Vita uh, Vey in the middle. Yeah. You got Winfield uh, playing lights out in the secondary. Uh, we can go to the picks in a second, so I'll just I'll give mine now. Philly's vibe. You're both picking the Bucks. Yeah, no, you're all picking, picking the Bucks. That's fine. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. taking the Bucks too. That's I fine. gotta take the Bucks. Which it's I can't cute. believe I can't believe I'm making. I can't that believe pick. I'm saying those words. Yeah, I'm going to eat those words. I'm not sitting on this. Listen, game the much. the way the way the Eagles have played the last six games, like they 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 haven't given anybody the confidence to say they're going into Tampa Bay and winning. It is a lot of money's on the Eagles though, because the line opened at a point and a half and is all the way up to three and a half. It's up to so three and a half. Wow. so people are put people are putting money on the birds. Um, so the line's getting up there, so people start betting on Tampa. Um, I think this is a lower scoring game than uh, people think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, when they play in the regular season, I think it was twenty five eleven. They won by fourteen. That's all I remember. So maybe it was twenty eight fourteen or something like that. Um, so it wasn't a high. It wasn't a high scoring game um, then either. So uh, me and Jo both picked the both picked the Eagles. So got it. Oh, we finally have our okay. disagreement. All right, over under forty three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, we both we both picked the right. Yeah, he picked the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, now, now for the interesting one. Oh yeah, the return no, of the go, go, do, sun, do Dallas and Green Bay. We'll we'll save the good one you, for last. You want to save Detroit yeah. for dessert? All right. Yeah. Sure, let's do it. Uh, Packers Cowboys. Cowboys are gonna win by a hundred for me. <laughs> Dallas dominates at home. They're uh, I think they're sixteen and zero in their last sixteen at Jerry's World. Uh, Eight and zero this year. Uh, the one thing that Green Bay can do. 
uh, is if they establish a run because Dallas has shown that they are susceptible to the run game. So if Aaron Jones, he's looked pretty spry these last couple weeks. And Jordan Love is one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL the last uh, eight weeks or so. Af after they started 3-6, and six, he turned it around. So, listen, it's going to be his first, his, his first start in the playoffs, too. That doesn't bode well, especially on the road. I expect Dallas to uh, – I think they're double-digit favorites in this one, right, if I'm not mistaken. It might be like 12 or, or 9, 9 yeah. to 10 points, something like that. I don't think they got the double digits. They yeah, so I expect – 7.5. Okay, seven and a half. So I expect Dak to continue his uh, dominant year. CeeDee Lamb, a lot of CeeDee Lamb. Tony Pollard's going to do nothing because he's been doing nothing all year. But uh, I expect Dallas to definitely roll in this one. And uh, maybe it's a little more higher scoring than we ex expect if Green Bay can establish that run and love can uh, get his receivers involved. But wh what do you think, Goff? How do you see this going? So I'll say this. I There's nothing in – this weekend that would make me happier than if the Cowboys lost to the Packers in general <laughs> world. Not one other result would make me happier. Right. With that said, Dallas is susceptible to the run, but Aaron Jones likes running outside, and that's where Dallas can defend. Up the middle, Dallas is very weak, but that's mm -hmm. not where Aaron Jones runs. So maybe if you get A.J. Dillon going, but I don't trust his ass. I don't either. Uh, Green Bay can put up points. They got a lot of good receivers. Uh, Watson might be back this week. He's projected to be back this week. Mr. Hamstring. I I think Deron Bland, even though he's got nine interceptions, is very overrated. He I think is. he's got nine interceptions because he's got a lot of opportunities because he also gets beat deep he does. a lot. I think they're going to try and pick on him early and often. But Dallas has a good offense and a good defense. Green Bay's got a good offense and Joe Brady running that defense. And if you look at the last couple of weeks, Carolina has scored zero points since Christmas. But on Christmas Day, they put up 30 points against the <laughs> Green Bay Packers. I don't think they're going to have any solutions for C.D. Lamb. Yeah, Dallas rolling in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Drew? Uh, we all, I mean, we all picked Dallas. I, I, I and people that think this is going to be a shootout, I'm like, I, I just I don't get it. But that's fine. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All right. The return of the prodigal son. Rams. Stafford. Goes back home. To play the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff gets his chance to show the Rams they made a mistake. What do we got, boys? I got uh, over under 38 tissues Chris Collinsworth is going to need to uh, <laughs> clean up his premature ejaculate in the booth. That's that's what I have. Goff, what do you oh. think about if Laporta oh, – I, I know Lap oh. Laporta is a long shot to play in this after the injury last week, but if I've read somewhere that he's going to try – and the Rams, I think, were the worst team against tight ends this year. Uh, what, what do you think as far as on Detroit's side of things? Because what's intriguing to me beyond Stafford just coming back is the Jar also the Jared Goff and McVay storyline because McVay was the one that said, you know what, I saw Jared Goff. He got me to a Super Bowl because of Todd Gurley, and he couldn't get me over the top. So he's like, he decided to move on from Jared Goff. Is that enough the motivation? ex-girlfriend storyline. Yeah, is that 100%. enough? It's crazy. It's two two quarterbacks playing against their former teams, and do you think Goff can do enough here, you know, you know, to to get this victory? How do you see this going on Detroit side of things? So, uh, this is the game that I am a looking forward to the most, and b I'm not gonna put any money on in any way on any even a prop bet because I just want to enjoy the game. And oh, me too, man. Anything. I'm so excited for this. This, this has all the makings. You have the Detroit offensive line, which is stellar, going up against Aaron Donald, 
and uh, what's that rookie's name that has that leads all rookies and yeah he's I, I, yeah I know who you're talking about I forgot his name uh, but he's been really yeah. good but he's been doing really good Brian Young is another rookie there uh, that's been doing really well for them yeah like they the Rams defense is better than people thought I made the joke in the beginning of the year outside of Aaron Donald can you name one other Ram defender <laughs> right they're playing they're playing average and that's all they need because here's the problem for Detroit Detroit's defense is bad. Real bad. Like, they wasted a pick on Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell, more often than not, is turned around looking, figuring out how the ball got by his head. And you got Matt Stafford coming back home in a place that he's all too comfortable with, all too familiar with. You got Matt Stafford, who's going to get a standing ovation hmm. when they announce the Rams to start the game. They may even do a little fucking tribute video. They might. They're opposing quarterback they in might. a playoff game, and they haven't been in the playoffs forever. 30 years, two, first home playoff game. There are only two teams uh, that have a longer playoff drought than the Raiders, the Miami Dolphins and the Detroit Lions. Amazing. And uh, for Wind drought, I should say. And I just don't see how the Lions are going to stop the Rams. You got Puka running every route possible. You got Cooper Cup, and granted, he's he's been hurt a lot of the year, but he's crafty. He knows how to get open, and they work the middle of the field. And Matthew Stafford, I just I can't get out of my head that no look pass he had against the Bengals two years ago in the Super Bowl. You got Kyron running around that defense. Kyron Williams. They don't man. have they don't have any defender that truly scares me. Aiden they Hutchinson don't. is good. After that, there's not a lot of Lions defenders that you could probably even name, and. I don't know how they stop the Rams. This is going to be, in my opinion, an absolute shootout. Yeah, for sure. But this has this has Matthew Stafford ripping the fucking hearts out of his former lovers at the end of the game. I I, I agree. I, I agree with, with what you're saying as far as Detroit won't be able to stop them. I just uh, – I really want to see does Jared Goff step up to the occasion here and – at, this is the one thing Detroit might have, I guess, going on their side is that they're better at home. Goff is better at home. If Laporta is out, that would be such a disappointment because it would have been great to see him in this matchup in a game that's mm-hmm. going to be probably a high-scoring affair, probably the best game of the weekend, and it's a shame because he's had such an awesome year. Yeah. But Jameer Gibbs has been electric. We know what Sun God, Amon Ross St. Brown, has been for this team. They can establish a, a, a ground-and-pound with David Montgomery. Um, so to me, I really want to see Jared Goff, you know, if, if Stafford's throwing punches, I want to see Goff, you know, step up and answer back. I want to see the back and forth battle here. And that's what I'm going to be curious to see. I, I want to see how much, how much coaching is going to play a part in this. Cause we know McVay is a genius. Uh, he's good at scheming things up. Campbell's more of a, you know, like a soul, heart and soul of a team motivator type of guy. <clears throat> so this is, this is one of the more intriguing matchups. And I'm just excited to see this, man. Drew, Drew, what are your thoughts on this thing? To quote, to quote a smart man, coaching matters. Coaching matters. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's so tough. Like I, man, I think this is. I think this is the. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a final score of like 48 to 45. And I also, for I some reason, that. I also wouldn't be surprised if it was like. 15 14 to end the game. Like, <laughs> guys, like, t- both, like, you know. That means both defenses stepped Sca- up big Sca- time. Sca- Scafford, Stafford just, you know, slinging the ball, getting intercepted left and right. 
Goff or Goff, you know, uh, pucking up a little bit. I haven't, I haven't believed in the Lions all season. I just haven't. And you know what? They still won. Like, would they win eleven games? Yeah. yeah. And they would have won twelve games if not for a uh, horrid uh, officiating botch job. I'm going Lions. I'm hey, gonna go Lions. Me too, man. I got. I don't Lions feel. Too. I don't feel great about it, but you know what? I. I didn't believe in them all year, and they they won the division, which I didn't think they were gonna do. I thought they were too cute. I thought they were too trendy. I just and uh, too many people were falling in love with Campbell, just you know being a tough guy on hard knocks. They got the job done. Um, I just I just hope Goff goes out there and plays with confidence. And not that's what I'm. Scared. That's what and I'm. Not, not, and just and just not a scared kid. Like go out there, play play like you play like you're the number play like you were the number one pick of the draft. You got tons of weapons. You got Gibbs. Run the ball. Like just, just trust, trust the offense. Make it happen. So did Jo also take the Detroit Lions? Jo took the Rams. Jo and I are together on this one. Got the Ramses. Right. Matthew Stafford is ripping out hearts, and if this game, this game is going to end on a Jared Goff getting pressured, back foot interception to you heard it here a, first potential game winning drive. You Let's heard go. it here first. Let's go. I, I think the Rams take this one barely. This is a close game, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm taking I'm taking the Rams. What's the juiciest uh, storyline here out of these? So out of these games we we mentioned, is it's it this Mc- one? It's not even. Uh, it's, yeah, it's definitely yeah, this one, right? I, I, McCarthy doesn't carry the juice. Yeah. Green Bay wanted him out, and Dallas kind of wants him out too. So I don't, Tyreek's I don't think, first game I don't think it's in McCarthy. Kansas City. Yeah, they, Tyreek didn't do them wrong. Like, yeah. Tyreek wanted a contract, and Miami was willing to give him a contract. Yeah. This one is literally, yeah. I don't think you're good enough to win a Super Bowl with. I'm See trading you. you away, and then I'm going to win the Super Bowl with the guy I traded you for. Right. And that guy who was with this team for 13 years is going back there to his hometown for the first time. This is Stafford's first game back in Detroit. It's since 2021, since 2021, it is the yeah. juice. Like this was one of those matchups when it was set Sunday before Bills Dolphins finished. We all knew that Sunday night, the marquee game was can't going wait. to be can't Rams wait. Lions. Good yeah. stuff. Good old Bart Scott. Can't wait. Uh, all right, all you right. To finish out the bracket, Drewski. All right, let's start with you, Gov, because I wrote yours out first. So that right. would set you up here in the AFC with week week, week two. Browns, Ravens. Uh, so are we just going to run through the bracket like? All yeah, don't. Months? We're not doing analysis. Yeah, just doing analysis. yeah we right. we do that. Browns, Ravens. I got I got the Ravens moving on to the a, uh, AFC right. Championship game, and then Bills to Chiefs face, to face the Buffalo Bills. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. And so then, so who's gonna and who's gonna represent the AFC? Lock them down, the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. All right. NFC, 49ers. I guess you are you have 49ers Rams 49ers in your bracket. Rams. And I'm going bang, bang, Niner gang. 49ers. Cowboys and the Buckos. Yeah, how about them Cowboys? How about it. them Cowboys? And who represents the NFC? Cowboys fucking aren't winning this, please. Bang bang Niner gang. <laughs> I, I did think I it would be oh, fun it would have been funny if you would have picked them because you and J.O. both picked the Cowboys to not to even make the, the playoffs. playoffs. Yes. <laughs> and the and the Giants to be in. So all right, so 49ers. So Niners Ravens, rematch of week what, fourteen? Week fifteen. Fifteen. 
Who's Week winning the 15, Super Bowl? The Ravens smoked the Niners. They did. In the Super Bowl, the Niners will get smoked again Ravens. in Baltimore. Kaka! So, I'll be Ka-ka! crying. I'll be crying. Oh my god. I I would be so I would be so mad. I'll be upset. So Jo hates the Ravens. I think I think I think I get more mad at the uh the Niners losing than Ted does. I don't know if I I don't know if I could come on this podcast. Oh, that would be fucking brutal, man. We'll we'll start playing some uh It's been a long way. <laughs> I mean, I came on here after the two NFC title losses, so it is what it is. Remember that safety dropped that interception? That yeah, time? yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't remind me. All right. I'll never Teddy, forget it. Teddy, talk to us about your uh... Browns Ravens. Who? This is for me now or you? I it's yeah. you now. I got oh, I'm going. I'm going I'm just, spicy. You ready? I'm going. I've wrote, spicy. Yeah, I've, I've wrote them. I, I've re- I wrote these down as we went. So I got. I'm, going, I gotta I'm going spicy. Give me Joe Browns. Flacco. Joe Flacco beating the Ravens in Baltimore, baby. Let's go. Browns. <laughs> don't call it a comeback, go. Let's uh. go. Bills, Chiefs, and don't don't Buffalo. you dare do it. Oh, you scumbag. You're such a scumbag. Browns, Why am I Bills. A scumbag? Browns, Browns, Bills. <laughs> Give me Josh Cause you, Allen. Because you, you, jo- you jumped off the boat. You went um, off the boat. Just for a, for a couple weeks. Um, uh, Buffalo over Cleveland. Sam Let's go, Bills. baby. Buffalo in the Super Bowl. 49ers, Bucks. Uh, yes, the 49ers. Let's go. Yes, it wasn't a yes or no question. No, I, I, I was trying to think of the seating. I, I, I was wondering if you messed I up. I got it all. I got, I've got all that, guys. All right, this yes, is what the, I'm doing. Obviously, the Bang talking. Bang and Iron Gang, baby. Let's go. Lions, Cowboys. Uh, Dallas. Give me Dallas. Dallas. Are we going to have uh, another ineligible receiver controversy? Not, like, that's. I wonder if that's going to be – lo- I wonder if that's how funny of a story that's going to be, if it is Lions, Cowboys, about how that game should be in Detroit and not in Dallas. But right. Neither here nor there. Uh I, and obviously, bang, 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 bang and the gang. gang. And obviously, for the 40, win. 49ers over the Bills, baby. Let's go. Three years oh, in a row. Man. Three years in a row. 49ers. Ted's Ted's going to have to uh, <laughs> chop off the head of his hero, Josh Allen. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't Drew, wait to why don't you give us J.O.'s picks before J-O's, we, uh, we get to your J.O.'s own. picks. Here we go. He has the Baltimore Bills Cleveland. over the Chiefs. Uh-huh. He's got the Browns <laughs> over the Ravens. Let's go, baby. And he's got the Buffalo Bills representing the AFC. He's got the 49ers beating the Rams. Mm-hmm. He's got the Cowboys beating the Eagles. He's got the Cowboys wow. beating wow. the wow. Niners going into the Bay. Wow. The man didn't even pick them to make <laughs> The playoffs That's in the a preseason. Super Bowl from the nineties. Cowboys did 90, 90, 91 and ninety two. Yeah, ninety twice. I think it was ninety two and ninety three. Ninety two, ninety three. Yeah. Yep. Um, he didn't make pick him to make the playoffs, but guess what? He picked him to win the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> How wow. about them wow. Cowboys? Cowboys over the Bills. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, finally, for my bracket, I've got the. I've got the Ravens. Beating Joe Flacco and the Browns. I got my boy, Josh Allen, and my Buffalo Bills, the Mafia, smoking the Kansas City Chiefs in Buffalo. Going to be put there at Mahomes' ass is going through that table. And then I said it six weeks ago. I ain't changing now. The Buffalo Bills get over the hump, and they go to the Super Bowl. Who will they play? Well, the Niners will beat the Eagles in the Bay. Unfortunately. Mm. All right. Okay. The That's Cowboys 
I mean, that, like that, this has to. If this doesn't happen, I just don't know what these franchises do next year. They have the Niners and then the Cowboys aren't in the NFC Championship game. If yeah. not now, when? Uh, the Cowboys and I picked them to start the year to make it. I ain't changing now. Bang bang, Niner oh. gang ain't gonna be no different. They're going out. They're coming out of the NFC. God help them if they don't. And then Niners, Bill. I had the Bengals winning this, winning it all to start the year. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say they were going to win the Super Bowl. I said they'd get there. But Bang Bang Niner Gang go. is going to win the Super Bowl. Happy to have you on board, brother. Mark them. So mark them down. So we got two Niners, one Cowboys, and one Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Going to be fun. It's going to be fun, boys. going to be fun. I, I just, every, I just, that's going to just be the thing. And are, are we grading this on, what is this now? Is it just whoever has the most right again, or is it? Uh, it's the most points. Most when points, I, okay. It doesn't change. Not obviously, uh, each week when we do the, when we do our uh It won't count towards recap. this. Right? Yeah, I know. We don't, we don't repick. Like, this is. I remember J.O. J.O. did not like that fact that we, he's like, what was that? Drew, I won. I won every single week. That that wasn't that wasn't for the mo- the, the the money challenge. No, that I know, was just but what, J- that was J-O when we were repicking them each. Week. He got so mad at you for that. He was. It's like, it. it's like it's like what what do you understand about what I'm doing? <laughs> so uh, yeah, Teddy Teddy's yet to win. Now Gove's in the race. Let's go. Can I can I can I repeat his champion? Drew, I got Possibly. Drew, I got some news for you. Teddy's not going to win this year. Either. <laughs> probably probably isn't. I so. better win, man. Me, me and Teddy win. are all. I I got God help. Teddy, God help you if the Cowboys get to the Super Bowl because of the 49ers. God, oh I will be in. I will be I'll insufferable. I'll be happy for Kev. I'll be happy under, for Kev. Under two circumstances, will I be insufferable to Teddy? One, if Big Dom rolls into the Bay and fucking destroys the 49ers. <laughs> I don't Dom. even care if Dallas wins 60 to nothing the next week against the Eagles. I will be so insufferable to Teddy because of I that. I know you will. He, his, he, he, every morning he wakes up, he's going to wake up to a picture of Big Dom's face. I will just be. I'm fully expecting a uh, a return video for when the uh, the Phillies lost. If the Niners lose, ah, God, that's I know right. it's coming. Maybe, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But all right, boys, this was much longer than anticipated. But we had, I thought we had some good banter. Absolutely. I thought we sort of, we were we were we were able to survive without our anti NFL uh, co-host as much <laughs> as he was missed. Um, we love yeah, it, man, Jordan. love it. Saturday, all day Saturday. If you don't have Peacock. Spend that five ninety nine, boys. Mm. Let's ride. All right. Uh, I guess big gulps. Uh, or what does he say? He goes. Big kiss. He goes. Good talk. Yeah. Good talk. See you good out talk, there. See you out there. Big kisses. Any given Sunday, either gonna win or you're gonna lose. You wish you had my prom night. Da 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 da